Hello and welcome to another episode of Unlicensed Therapy with me, your host, Ari Manis. I just ate McDonald's right before this and I feel guilty about it. They aren't sponsoring the podcast. I was hungry. It's 10 18 at night. First, I drove to Chick fil A. There was a big line. In and out, big line. Went to McDonald's, got a quarter pounder and fries and a Diet Coke because. I was going to just get the quarter pounder. And they're like, do you want the quarter pounder or meal? And it worked. I was like, meal. Got the medium fries, medium Diet Coke. It was good. I feel guilty about it. And this episode makes me feel guilty in a weird way. On one hand, I know that everybody watches porn and by everyone I mean every guy and some a lot of girls but probably less than half of girls watch porn regularly is my guess if you're a girl comment below if you watch porn I know that porn is accepted by society today maybe not necessarily being a porn star isn't accepted it can still be frowned upon judged but watching it like I do it's normal. Every guy does it. That being said, I still feel guilty about it. I still feel like, man, I got issues. And it's caused no problems. I still get it up with women. I'm still attracted to women. I still want women. I'm not late for things. But nonetheless, I feel slightly guilty. That being said, I watch it all the time. And Lacey Lennon, today's guest... Beautiful woman, beautiful porn star, and she was kind enough to come and do the podcast, and I appreciate it, and I appreciate her, and she was really kind. She came in, and she brought me a penthouse magazine that she was on the cover of, and it said, thank you for having me on the podcast, like a little memento, and I was like, oh, that's so sweet. That's so thoughtful. Like, I should do that when someone has me on their podcast. It made me think that I should come in with a gift or maybe when they have me on their stand-up comedy show because you know as a comedian it's hard to get booked you want to do that for someone and make them know you're appreciative and get booked again so I took a lesson from her and her story is very interesting I would say it's even interesting for a porn star of how she worked at uh, you'll see you're going to hear the story before we get into the interview, and I know a lot of you listening aren't here for me, you're here for her because these porn episodes do very well, but I'm going to talk about some of my stuff. I kind of, I used to, I, I listened to WTF with Mark Marin, and I'll be honest, not that he's going to hear this, but I would skip the intros. He would do 10 minute intros, roughly 10 to 15 minutes, and I was like, ah, no one wants that, but now I get it. It gets boring just to do the interview. Now I want to add a personal touch. Now I want you guys to see the side of me. I have things to say. So now I get his intros. So I'm sure a lot of you are skipping past this. But some of you aren't. And some of you listen to Mark Marins. And I started listening to his intros now. Because now I get it. And I'm like, oh, I get what you're doing, dude. I'm going to hear that. I'm going to hear your thoughts. This weekend, I'm kind of all over the place. I wrote some notes to talk about here. This weekend, or week, I opened for Craig Conant, and then I immediately flew to Phoenix 
and opened up for Mark Normand. And when I say open, I featured for them. So it goes host, feature, headliner, not that it matters. I'll happily host for people too, but I was featuring. And it was really interesting to get that juxtaposition, I think is the word, of the differences between opening for Craig and Mark because they're at two very different points points in their headlining career. Craig is doing one-nighters and maybe selling 60 to 100 tickets, which is amazing, more than I could ever do or more than I could do now. Hopefully one day I could do that. Whereas Mark is basically selling out the weekends at these comedy clubs. And I went literally one day opening for Craig to a half full Atlanta punchline and then doing a sold out CB live in Phoenix. And I should say, well, what are the other differences? I shared a hotel room with Craig, my dog, and with Mark, I get my own hotel room. So yeah, it's different. It's a, uh, and you, and yeah, that's, that's the main difference. The main difference is more shows sold out shows and they paid for my hotel room. That's just a different as difference as a feature. Their pay is insanely different because <clears throat> Craig's not selling out. So he's getting, you know, well under a thousand dollars a show, not counting merch. Whereas Mark, I'm guessing is getting thousands. If you want to get into the money, the business, the nerdy side of the comedy. Anyways, it's cool to see their, the differences and it was unique experiences. All the shows were fun though. Opening for Craig was fun and very low pressure. Opening for Mark was fun, a little more pressure because the shows were sold out, but man, his crowds are good. What a fun weekend. I need to write new jokes, but the audiences were happy. They don't, they don't know that I'm a bad writer and don't write that much. I had a couple new ones, but need more. <coughs> it's also crazy how... <coughs> <clears throat> excuse me it's also crazy how much of a comedy nerd Mark is he's so further along than me but still we talk so much comedy when we're together and I like it sometimes I think oh I hope he's okay with this much comedy talk and I think he is I think he likes it too he still watches every comedy special he listens to a bunch of comedy podcasts and it made me think I should be doing that I should be seeing what other people are doing and getting inspiration and, and whatnot. So that was a lesson I took away from Mark over the weekend. Okay, now to get into my podcast. As usual, in the beginning, I read the Apple Podcast reviews. No one left any this week. So if you guys do leave a Apple Podcast review that's positive, I will read it in the intro of every episode. So go on to Apple right now and leave a review if you're a fan of the podcast and if it's your first time listening I guess at the end decide if you want to leave one don't leave a bad one though because then you're a dick then you're one of those people a troll a hater a loser same thing with voicemails haven't been getting any voicemails and though that's a fun segment I don't know if for those of you who've been listening back to when I used to do them all the time it is fun to play people's voicemails and I don't have any to play for example the day this comes out Wednesday I'm, this is Tuesday night right now it's released tomorrow tomorrow I'm recording two episodes so literally as you are listening to this episode after, right after if you're listening to it in the morning I haven't recorded yet so you still have time if you're listening to afternoon or night still leave one for when I record more but tomorrow Wednesday 
I'm interviewing Jessamay Peluso and Best Stelling, both really funny comics who, you know, I look up to in a way. I'd like to be more like them. They're successful. I'm not. So having voicemails to play on their episodes would be nice. So if you're listening to this right now, leave me, leave a voicemail in the hotline. What would I say? Leave a voicemail with your issues for me and the guests to go over and help you. Make them up. I don't give a shit. I need voicemails right now. So if I don't have enough listeners to do real ones, make them up. That phone number is 323-379-5244. That's 323-379-5244. Get on the show. Participate. You don't have to, obviously, but we'd appreciate it. Another guest upcoming, not recording today as I said was coming out, and he might cancel. So could these girls. So it's weird i don't typically like to announce the guests ahead of time in case they cancel but jeremy piven's coming on the show and i've never met him before so that's a good get so if you have any questions for him call leave him in leave a comment even comment your questions i need questions for him already talked about feeling guilty about porn and junk food so those are my internal struggles I pissed my mom off tonight. She called me to say hi, and then she started preaching about the Delta variant of COVID, and I told her, I hope I get it, and I hope I die from it. And then she's like, all right, good talking to you, all right. And she got off the phone. That was right before I hit record on this. Okay, that was a lot. That was a big intro that most of you don't give a shit about. So now let's get into the episode with Lacey Lennon. But if I was rich and then I was into that, I'd want to buy you gaming stuff because then I could game with you. Seriously, that's how I think of it. Except for I go through a little bit of the dilemma with the people that do game with me. Um, I go with a little bit of a dilemma because all of a sudden, like, they think that we're gaming partners, like, every time I get online. Like, they're waiting for me to get Uh, online. And then they're like... And you're like, like, hey, I want to game with strangers, too. Right. I want. I do. I want to game with strangers, which is why, like, a lot of people, they're like, oh, add me, add me. And I'm just like, no, it's okay. Like, I'd rather play with, like, millions of strangers. I have the solution. Oh, yeah. You make two accounts. That's exactly your Lacey Lennon account, and then you have your personal account. That's exactly what I do because I'm just like, nobody would know my real accounts. I put them under like crazy, wacky names, and like I make all these amazing friends online, which is like why I love it so much. I think Mm -hmm. it's like why I love online so much. Oh, it's so fun. It can be, especially scary, but it's fun. Well, when you don't have an identity, it's way more fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, completely anonymous. Completely anonymous. Troll people, sure, but in my account, doesn't matter. It's not me. That too. It's just like being able 
able to like fuck around with the trolls and like go back and forth and then making this like weird little friendship online. Be mean to children. Yeah, be One mean to children. Favorite thing. And then like, go on, go on Xbox Live and be mean to twelve year olds. And then the twelve year olds are just yelling at me. They're just like, "You're just a girl. You have nothing." They're like, "Go, go, cook somebody's meals or go clean somebody's <laughs> a house." A sexist twelve year old. And I'm over here like. You, okay, <laughs> like all right. I'm gonna let you feel big for these five minutes because you can, have it. you can have it. Because as soon as I log off, I'm just like, wait a second, who am I? I'm now like, I'm in the real world. <laughs> I'm in the real world, and I'm fucking Lacey Lennon. <laughs> the problem is, I can't be that mean to twelve year olds because they all are way better than me at video games. Seriously, I'm not good. they so really go, are. Like yeah. I don't. I'm, they're like a whole new breed of gamers. So like they have the time to just play it nonstop. We have to work. What? We have to do. I know when do I have time to practice? They're like, they, they pop out of the womb and all of a sudden they just get put into competitive gaming, making millions of dollars. And I'm over here like, I don't even have a chance. Speaking of which, how do you have the time to game? Because from the little I know you, <laughs> you are the busiest girl alive. Yeah, night owl. I, I get it oh, in at yeah, nighttime. Oh, yeah, me too. I stay up till 2 a.m. Sleep is for the week. <laughs> do you, but do you sleep in? No, no, not really. I get maybe like... I think I'm just one of those people that runs off of like four to six hours of sleep. Like I'm just one of those people. I wish because I feel like if I sleep any more than that, I then have to sleep the entire day. I don't know. Sounds like a good day. Yeah, except for like when I sleep too much, I feel like I don't sleep at all. Like I could sleep for like two or three days straight. And then the fourth day, you know, it's like I should be completely like, oh, I have all this energy. And on day four, I'm like, no, I should go back to sleep versus like if I do like in like for several months, basically my normal schedule which is me like only sleeping for like four to six hours a night. Like I'll be working every single day and it's like, it's crazy. But then it's like, I have days off where I sleep and then I'm like, okay, I should probably catch up because I, you know, it's like, it doesn't work like that. When you sleep too long, it just makes you lazier and shittier. You get that perfect amount. That's exactly what happens to me. I get lazier and shittier. Yeah. yeah. Past eight hours. You're like, okay, this is too much sleep. Or maybe nine. I don't know. A hundred percent. How many days? Do you work a week? Because from my perspective, it seems like you work seven days a week, but I don't know. Yes, I do. Seven days a week. Wow. Yeah. Well, because it ranges. Every day is a work day. It's really and that's what it is to be an entrepreneur at the end of the day. Um, so I have my regular bookings that I'm working. Mm-hmm. And so I think if I were to say like my actual like hardcore mainstream bookings, I work anywhere from 10 days to 15 days a month. But okay. sometimes, um, sometimes I'll work only eight or nine days, but I'll work two to three bookings in that same day. Wow. So I'm working. So let's go ahead and let's take off almost, you know, two weeks there. And then the other two weeks I'm working on self content because we have only fans. Sure. <laughs> and so... I get to work as much as I want to, basically. Or as which, if I don't know if you're comfortable sharing this, which do you make more money on OnlyFans or mainstream? OnlyFans. 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 One hundred percent. And oh, it's it's because. So in the industry, we're not, I don't want to say like designated rates, but like we, there, there is a limit basically sure. to like what you can make. Right. And it's like companies can only shoot so much as well. So sure. it's just like they, and, and they can't overshoot just one girl and be like, she's our favorite and mm-hmm. we're only going to shoot her. If you're contracted, then it's different. But for the rest of us, cause there's thousands of girls and thousands of guys in the industry, they have to divvy them up a little bit because they're speaking to 
you know, people that are paying for membership prices, they're not wanting just to see one girl. They right. want to see thousands of girls. Yeah, the majority so, of people. So, of course. And so, and that, and that's how these tube sites and these regular porn sites work. And it's amazing because people get such a variety for their membership. But then OnlyFans, these are people that go, no, I don't want to see anybody else. I solely just want to see you. And yeah, so I just want Lacey. they're a bit more dedicated. Mm -hmm. And being that it's me who personally runs my own site as well. A lot of people have teams. A lot of people and, and, and teams are great. A lot of people great. have companies that do it all for them. Yeah. And they it, just kind of send them content. And when you're messaging a girl, you're messaging that company. I, there was a girl <laughs> who did the, who was in the podcast you were talking about who owns a I forget, but one of the companies that manages. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, those are great and everything, but I feel like me personally, like, why I do so well on OnlyFans is because I am very interactive. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, I'm willing to do, like, I love doing the podcast. I love doing, you know, the interviews for the articles. I love, you know, meeting up with some random person online. <laughs> it sounds so dangerous. I don't advise that for everybody. <laughs> don't, don't, You're don't strong. do, you don't do as I do. Yeah, yeah. You, you lift weights. You could handle it. Yeah. Yeah, I know I could definitely handle myself and I think that's why I'm comfortable with it. But I'm more than happy to put myself out there and to do all these things myself. And so because my fans, you know, it's like they know that I'm willing to do that. I used to work over at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, which was a brothel and still is a I brothel. Did, I've heard you talk about this. Uh, I'm just full disclosure here. I may have watched some of your videos on the Internet. <laughs> Weird. I didn't booking. know I had any videos on yeah, the internet yeah, what may. they told me nobody was gonna see that it's a weird thing to say <laughs> to someone that hey i've watched you have sex on the internet well that's amazing that's great and that's what i want people to do um but again like i i feel that i'm an educator in a lot of ways so my fans are really dedicated to me on my only fans because when they ask for advice they know that they're gonna get real advice mm -hmm. i'm not gonna filter i'm extremely blunt i don't have a filter i'm unapologetically <laughs> me <laughs> It's just like I, what people I, want. I wish I could change that. Not not all people. <laughs> Some people are, they they'd same, rather it be easier. Uh, I have that same. I don't know if you want to call it an issue, but quality where I have no filter and I'll say something and then. Usually I don't regret it, but sometimes like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that on the internet. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. But they love that. And I'm so happy because it's just like I'm not scripted and I'm not, you know, it's just like there. there's no outline for what I'm doing on there. So I just get to be me. Do whatever you want. Do whatever I want. And they love it so much. And so it's just like they reciprocate in the best ways possible, which is through tips and buying my videos mm -hmm. and especially lives. Um, a lot of girls, I think that they sleep on the live shows, and that's where I make majority of my money. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All, the, all you ladies <laughs> watching, all you new yeah, starlets. I mean, a, a lot of people, they get nervous to go on live because they're like, what do I do? And it's just like some people are like, oh, maybe I should drink or maybe I shouldn't. It's like, no, no, no. All you have to do is just have a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. Have a conversation. If there's something that you really enjoy, maybe, maybe you're a painter. Maybe you're a singer. Maybe you like an instrument. Maybe maybe it's just the fucking Rubik's Cube. I don't care and I don't know. The thing is, is like you can go on there at the beginning and break the ice with anything. 
there will be days and it's just like I hate giving out numbers sometimes because sometimes it makes other people feel weird. It doesn't mm-hmm. make me feel weird. I'll instantly make a thousand dollars just singing, just singing Sounds on my OnlyFans. Cool. I don't even have to get naked. Mm-hmm. The the fans will be like, oh, we just want to hang out with you and we just want to watch you do things that you enjoy. And, you know, so some days like I'll kill it and I'll go ahead and do like a full on naughty live show. And then there's other days where I'll just get depends on. Depends on talk. what you feel like doing. It just depends yeah. on what I feel like doing. But no matter what, they always reciprocate because I'm dedicated to them and they're dedicated to me. Um, So yeah, I absolutely love OnlyFans because especially with the year of COVID, it saved my ass. Like I, before COVID, I didn't even have an OnlyFans. Like I- Oh really? Yeah, no, 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 no. OnlyFans, I was so busy with work because I was working- didn't have the time. Never had the time. And so then when COVID hit, I got to make it. I got to start backlogging on content. Did you think to yourself, man, I should have done this a year ago? Oh yeah, I know. I should have done that even before I got into porn. Like I don't know what I was even thinking. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so now that we're getting back into the industry is getting back to normal, it actually is getting a little tough to be back on OnlyFans. You might and need to get a content manager. No, 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 no. All that I'm going <laughs> to is like, no, 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 I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> Just like fans, you don't have to worry. Um, will not be doing that. I, what I am thinking about doing is getting an assistant, though. And then that way, that assistant, like as soon as I'm done doing my videos, because I do all my own editing as well. I, oh, gen- wow. Yeah, I do all my own editing. I do all my own photos. That takes a long time. I edit this podcast. That is a part time <laughs> job. Yeah, it's. It's a long time to be able to edit something because, like, you need the trailer, you need the regular video, you need to put your trademark on there. You need the blurred out version. You need need everything. And so it's just like... and so and, and I don't mind doing that because I think I am a bit of a control freak. I like doing my own stuff. I'm very mm-hmm. I'm very much an entrepreneur and I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. So learning how to do these things on my own and not having to depend on somebody else makes me feel very powerful because this shit never hits the fan, basically, because yeah, if it does, it's all, on you. it's all on me and I never put myself in that position. So and it really is a lifesaver or, you know, there is no messing up with the fans either. And, you know, it's like sometimes the DMs that they sometimes send out and everything, they can be very... Vulgar? They, they they can be crude. I mean, it's just like I did hire a team at this one point and they had the audacity to call one of my fans a loser. And I got and I was about to just like start on a live show and I saw that message and I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, you don't have the right to ever call somebody a loser or to talk shit about them on my OnlyFans or like if they don't have a tip specifically today and they're like, oh, all I can afford is your subscription price. And it's just like you don't have the right to go ahead and hurt them over the Internet, basically, because at least they paid for the subscription. It's better than yeah, the people. They're that still are, obviously, even if they say a mean thing, at the end of the day, they are a fan. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like me is as a team, you can't do that because that's not something I would ever do. It's just like I'm blunt and transparent, but I'm never going to just sit there and insult somebody online because I personally know how that feels. And it sucks. Like it is a really harsh feeling to go ahead and have somebody try to beat you down online. You know, it feels close to saying something mean to someone in real life. It's not (laughs) a good one. Someone says something mean to you on the Internet. 
It's still someone's insulting you. They're insulting you. you. I'd yeah. rather be insulted to my face than somebody insult me over the internet because I'm just like, at least like I know it's real and you had the balls to actually do it. Right. But instead, you're online and, you know, being a keyboard warrior and having a team do that to my fans. Like, you don't get to be a keyboard warrior towards my people because I've always said, like, that's their safe space. Like, my yeah. OnlyFans is their safe space. If they have a weird kink or fetish. And when I say weird, it's like, it's it's not even weird. It's other people saying that they're weird, whether it be a stocking fetish, you know, whether it be a foot fetish. What's a stocking fetish? Educate me. Nylons. So. Pe- oh, I thought you meant like stocking someone. No, 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 no. Stockings like yeah. like nylons. Um, but like some people will go ahead and like think that people like that are really weird or, you know, it's that just like. pretty tame to me. It's pretty tame to me, too. Yeah. That's why I'm just like, I've gotten okay, some pretty gnarly is, ones. What is a weird one to you? All right. This one is a weird one. I got no judgment to anyone who has. No, I'm judging this one. (laughs) (laughs) Something's weird to certain people, not weird to others. I'm judging this one and everybody on the Internet has right to judge this one. This guy wanted he sent me a five dollar tip and he goes, (laughs) he goes, "I, I, I want you to go to Walmart and buy as many goldfish as possible. And the actual fish or the snack? No, the actual live goldfish. Just getting a clear picture. And he said, you should be able to get a good amount of them, at at least like a dozen. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I I was like, okay. And after that, he goes, and then I want you to take a video of you swallowing as many of them as you can in under a minute. I said, that's um, I was, not a fetish. That's fear factor. I he's literally, I was like, no. And then he's like, well, I, I can send you a whole bunch of these other girls that did it. And I'm like, no. For $5? I'm like, please don't do that. <laughs> $5 swallowing goldfish? I'm like, this sounds like blackmail to me. This sounds like something that like I was going to come on the internet like 10 years after I'm out of porn and be like, Lacey Lennon eats animals. On- I don't even <laughs> think that's a fetish. I think that guy's just trying to get you to do stuff. But here's a question for you. Okay, so $5, I wouldn't swallow goldfish for $5. Mm-mm. How much would you swallow goldfish for? I'm not. No? I'll, just, I'll go to a brothel. 10 grand? No, I'll go to a brothel. 100 and, grand? No. I do it for 50. If you want to send me 50 grand, I will swallow your bag of goldfish. <laughs> for sure. You're going to eat the goldfish? <laughs> for 50 grand? They're 50 cent feeder goldfish. Those things live a week. I'm sorry. I don't. I love animals. I don't want to hurt animals. But for 50 grand, I'll swallow some goldfish. I eat. I eat sushi. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. I don't know. They're just like really dirty fish, and it's just like a weird way to do it. I don't I'll know. I'll get salmonella for fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go to the brothel and suck some dick, <laughs> and like for thirty minutes of my time. You don't and... need to. You could just sing on OnlyFans. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah and yeah. well, that's also why I'm not back at the brothel now. Although I am thinking about going back. Really? Yes. To the 20... same one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I only say it that way because Dennis passed away. And that was the uh, whole reason why I came to porn was because I was thinking about because I left the brothel for a little while. And then I was like, OK, what should I do? What should I do? And then Dennis passed away. Dennis and, was the owner of that brothel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He owned seven brothels at wow. the time. And Successful yeah. So broth- brothel entrepreneur. Major. Yeah. Major successful businessman. I absolutely adored him. Like, I don't think I'd be the person who I am today without Dennis because he always told me he was just like, you make sure that you never fuck anybody that you don't want to fuck. He's like, that's your consent. He's like, I will never, you know, make you fuck me. Basically, he was just like, because the women who have intercourse or who have special relationships.
relationships with me. It's just because they want to. He goes, they're not mm. getting anything out of it. And he goes, and you'll never get anything that you actually want out of fucking somebody, you know, like like thinking thinking it's, you know, a trade-off in some sort of way. No. And that's beautiful because you don't hear that a lot in porn, actually. Right. And yeah, it's not the guy who you'd expect to hear that message from. It's not who I expected to hear that yeah. from. And he literally was like, get up. And he's like, and go in that line. And he's like, and go make your money. And that's exactly what it was all about. So I took that same um, perspective into porn. And it kind of scared a lot of people. Like that, you know, it's like it wasn't as naive as that they wanted me to be. That I wasn't You had already as, been through an industry that's probably I don't know I don't know anything about either industry but to me working out a brothel sounds like going through more than working in porn ish I, it's just like a different type the yeah. p- porn is like high school basically whereas like the brothel was being a real like you're at like the most elite sex worker possible is how I view brothels because these girls are actually working they're not working you know with Manuel Ferraras or they're not right. working with they're working Blues. With they're you're, you're normal working, dudes or worse than normal dudes right people who are lacking experience mm-hmm. people who are lacking you know experience with sex and communication and people who you know might not there's reasons why they're lacking those things and so you either have to teach them and you know make them a better human being or it's just like you have to kind of just fight through it and get through the day because it's like some people are just a little helpless now I'm very lucky none of my clients were like that but yeah I mean going and like you never even I imagine because I, I do want to get more into detail on this brothel because it's very interesting to mm-hmm. most people. To you, it's like that's just my life, probably. But to <laughs> yeah. most people, that's a very unique thing. Yeah. You, so you're how old are you right now? Twenty four. You're twenty four. So you're young. You're a young person. I'm thirty one. You're. 24. I think I'm still young, right? <laughs> yeah, twenty four is young. So you got into uh, working at a brothel at a very young age. Because how old are you when you start working there? Uh, twenty. You're twenty years old. Obviously, most women don't go into any adult work, but probably even more of a smaller group, especially knowing about porn and OnlyFans and cam modeling, all these things. Going to a brothel to work at age 20 is pretty extreme, not to mention (laughs) you're a very beautiful woman. And from the little experience I know of looking up brothels when I'm horny is most of these women... I wouldn't pay to have sex with, and I don't. I don't know if that sounds mean or rude. It, they're they're beautiful in their own right. I'm sure men find them attractive. Right. They're not for me, but uh, you, on the other hand, very beautiful. Twenty. What made you decide to work at that brothel? Was it purely just I want to be anonymous and I want to make money? Was there something that intrigued you about it? Kind of. So at 18, I actually started camming back when Mm -hmm. I was over at the University of Reno, Nevada. I was Mm -hmm. an opera major when I was out there, and it was very expensive. Opera major? I was an opera major. I didn't know that was a major. (laughs) Yes, it is a major. Um, I have a lot of the people who major in anything singing, uh, they end up being teachers. And so you either make it on the big stage or you teach other people to hopefully to achieve your dream. Right, a very small percentage (laughs) of people are professional opera singers. Right. Yeah. And so I it was it was so expensive. I put myself an immense amount of debt. And so because of that, I started camming, but I was extremely discriminated for it. I was discriminated. I worked over at In-N-Out Burger, which is a Christian company. Mm-hmm. And so when all the men found out, you know, that I used to do cam and that I had a Snapchat and like everything just got really bad. So in your, I, in your real life, in my real yeah. life. So the, this was way before porn. And so I before porn in the brothel. So I was trying to earn this money 
and I was trying to get back on my feet and everything because I didn't grow up with a lot of money, a very beautiful family, works very hard. You know, they did the best that they possibly could. But the moment I turned 18, there was absolutely nothing that they could do for me. And that's okay. So me trying to attempt the big world, I was working over at BJ's Brew House. I was working, um, and then after I left BJ's Brew House, I was working three jobs all at one time. I was working over at In-N-Out Burger. I was working as a receptionist at a nail salon. Wow. And then I was also working at a Chewy's Warehouse Factory, which is an animal warehouse that sells dog food, you know, uh, cat food, all sorts of food, litter, toys, treats, you know, all that type of stuff. And so I was trying to make sure to, you know, pay my car bill, my house bill. Um, my student loans, literally everything. Hey, you're working to make ends meet. Working, working a to- lot of not very desirable jobs. Right. And so I took a break from the camming because of how harshly I was discriminated against for it. But then I would start getting extremely harassed at work. Like no matter what, I'd be in baggy shirts. I'd be in sweats over at the warehouse. But you already had that reputation of, oh, that's a girl who did camming. Everybody said, I'm literally a walking sex icon. And I'm just like, that's not your place to say or to do that. Like, you know, it's like, I'm not camming anymore. I got off the Snapchat. Like I'm trying to do everything right. And no matter or what you guys are still eating me up with your eyes like I'm fucking eye candy for mm-hmm. free <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and so that shit really started to piss me off and so after my first year over at UNR, I could not afford to go back for the second year because I was out of state and I hadn't lived in – you have to, like, live in Nevada for, like, a Where are you from year. originally? Um, I grew up in the Carolinas. Okay, cool. Big military brat. Mm-hmm. So born Hawaii, England, Japan, wow. the Carolinas, and I moved all over the U.S. And so – but um, before Nevada, I went my three and a half years of high school because I finished out my last, like, six months of high school out in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And so be- because of that, that's what screwed it all up. So I could not afford to do my second, third, or fourth year. Like, there was just yeah, no was, way. And, there was and just, it was not only was it very expensive, but in your head, you're like, will it even lead to, you know, how many people are professional opera singers? Right. Not a lot. So it's, it's like, just what like, am I doing this for? I need to get on YouTube and be doing auditions and actually putting myself out there, not, yeah. not going to school to become right. a teacher, basically. So after that, you know, it's just like, again, I let go of all the sex worker stuff because I was trying to appease my family and I was trying to make friends and like, I was just trying to appease everybody, basically. So did your I was your like, family was also aware that yeah. some of the stuff was going oh, on Oh, and well. they hated yeah. it. And to this day, they still hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they love me, but they hate it. And right. that trumps everything else, mm-hmm. which is fine. And that's a fair opinion as well. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's a tough situation to go ahead and like trying to bring, you know, your loved ones sure. without, you know, it's not something you can talk about being like, are you okay with this? Because the answer is no. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do it anyways. Like, you, you think that's not going to piss people off? Like, of course it does. Right. So, but anyways, um... So then I started going over to beauty school and there was a girl. So I was only living after all my bills were paid. I was outside of my beauty school and I was crying and I was trying to figure out my bills. And biweekly, I only had $20 to spend on groceries. And so I was me. I love the 99 cent grocery store to this very day. Like I will still. Yes. I I will still go there to this very day because I'm like, this is like what this is what allowed me to live. Basically, like, you know, what's cool about the 99 cent store is you could go there and buy whatever you want for the most part or for me and feel zero guilt about it doesn't matter if it's <laughs> shit if i throw it in the trash and i don't like it it's just like go there and ball out sleeping is one third of your freaking life or it should be if you're getting the right amount of sleep eight hours a day eight of the 24 for me my bed is my sanctuary 
I use it almost every night. I enjoy going to it. Your bed should feel special. It should be the one you want to go back to. When I'm on the road, I'm like, oh man, I wish I was in my apartment right now. It's home, sweet home. And I sleep in late and I work from bed too. Sometimes I'm just on my laptop. I watch TV. I spend, it probably goes to show you that I'm depressed because of (laughs) how much time I spend in my bed and not in my living room and other places and outside and hiking and with friends. I need to, I need to get out of bed more. But the, the point is, your bed is very important. It's a place you want to be. I myself am a, am a side sleeper. And if you go to helixsleep.com slash therapy, you can take the Helix Sleep quiz and it lets you know what kind of sleeper you are? Are you tell her what kind of sleeper you are? Are you a side, back, stomach? Do you move around all night? Do you like it soft, medium, firm? You, you tell it what you want and it gives you a mattress specifically designed for you. Not a lot of companies are doing that. I don't know of any. And I did it and I personally now have a Helix mattress and it's great. It's one of those mattresses Like I said, that whenever I'm not sleeping at home, I miss my mattress. I miss my bed. I got the the midnight mattress with the pillow topper edition, and it's comfy. And the other cool thing about having a nice mattress is then you're kind of excited to invite someone to spend the night with you. For me, you know, picking up a significant other and going, oh, let's sleep at my place. My bed's so much better than yours. And I mean it when I say that. I'm like... I have the mattress designed for me. It's great. So go to helixsleep.com slash therapy and they are offering up to $200 off all mattresses and it comes with two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash therapy. That's helixsleep.com slash therapy for up to $200 off and two free pillows. Spend the money. Get a new mattress. You probably had yours for way too long. You're probably thinking, oh, I got to, I just, there's nothing wrong with mine. You got back pain. You're not getting good sleep. Yours is old and dusty and mildewy and gross and cheap and shitty. Get a Helix mattress and thank me and send, send me a video of yourself unboxing it too. I like those. People have been sending me those and I'm like, hell yeah. I love that story. That that story saved me. But so I was crying outside and I was trying to figure out, you know, I was trying to figure out um, how to make more money. And so this girl that I went to school with and no names, but um, this, this girl that I went to school with, she comes outside and she goes, what the fuck are you crying for? And like, I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm like hi and then she's like you're so fucking beautiful she's like what the fuck are you even crying for and I'm like and I told her my situation then she's like well that's a stupid situation she goes why are you putting yourself she goes have you ever heard of the moonlight bunny ranch and I said no I haven't and then she's just like well you're a smart enough girl she's like if you want to figure it out you'll figure it out and I went home and I looked it up and started doing my research and I was just like hmm I'm not sure I'm not sure. It's like I went through a lot of shit in college where, you know, it's just like and in a way it's just like I don't want to say that I'm jaded, but I think like it did kind of make me a little jaded because I used to have this big group of friends who I have have no clue where any of these people are. And I hope to God I never see them ever again because I would get so fucked up on drugs and alcohol and people would just basically take their turns. 
And people would just pass me around and I was just a toy. And again, like I'm such a people pleaser and everything that it's just like, I just, I let these things happen to me. And so when I started researching and I was just like, hmm, let me go ahead and have an honest talk with myself and think about all the shit that I put myself through for free. And let me think about, you know, where I am in life and let me go ahead and think about all the things that I might continue letting myself do for free Mm -hmm. and the positions that I was putting myself in with, you know, work people, you know, touching me inappropriately, you know, with work people telling me, oh, you're you're just going to quit because you're a pretty girl. Oh, you're you're you can't work hard because you're beautiful. Oh, and you're going to fail in life and somebody's just going to knock you up. Even my own family even said, oh, you'll be 16 and pregnant in no time. Back when I was a kid, like 13, 14, years old and like everybody was like you're just gonna get fucked and I'm like so I learned about the brothel and I was just like hmm or I can get fucked and get paid. <laughs> I'm like, well, what's going to happen anyways, motherfuckers? Like, might as well, you know, do it a bit smart. So contacted Dennis. Not even like 15 minutes later, he got back to me. And he's like, send me your IDs now. He goes for safety precaution. He was just like, I can't speak to you unless I know that you're over the age of 18. I did. He then immediately, and okay, so I didn't have Wi-Fi either. And so I tried originally sending him this email inside my house and where I was, the LTE or the 4G, it was just awful. So it was not sending. Mm -hmm. So I drove my happy ass to a McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) To use their Wi-Fi? (laughs) So that's where you're at financially. You didn't have a wireless router. I didn't. Like, that is where I was at financially. Like, I was really fucking struggling. And it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, people are supposed to struggle. And so, but I'm just like, okay, how do I figure these things out? So I drove my happy ass over to a McDonald's, didn't go inside. I just stayed in my car, just right outside the building, connected to their Wi-Fi, sent the email, email, sat there and waited. And then I saw that he sent me an email back and I couldn't click it because of the Internet. And I drove back to McDonald's (laughs) and then ran the email and then sent him my IDs and then sat there again. And then he gave me his phone number was like, if you can call me ASAP. And then from there, basically, the rest is history. And, you know, came over to the brothel and did a walkthrough. And Dennis, it was actually the same exact day that Hugh Hefner passed away. Wow. And it was like and I had told him. I said, you know, it was always a dream of mine. He goes, you know, why'd you get into sex work? He goes, is is this just because of, you know, things that are happening in your life right now? And I said, no, honestly, back when I was a younger girl, and it's like, I don't want to scare people like when I say this, because sometimes I feel like it does. Um, No, when, when I was like 13, 14, 15, 16, I looked at the Playboy magazines. And I love them. I looked at them and I was like, look how beautiful they're these girls are. They're photos, so yeah. beautiful. They're models. They're models. And I was like, wow, this is what a woman looks like. And I loved it. I was just enamored by it. I thought they were so confident, so beautiful. I didn't look at the, I'd never looked at the pictorials and went, oh, she's just a slut. No, Especially never. Especially nowadays with all the hardcore porn out there. I mean, yeah, modeling has kind of changed in some facet i i think playboy is kind of just more modeling than it is it adult is now modeling. Yeah. I think most of these women 
who do play, or I don't know about most, but most women who do Playboy don't go into porn. And right, right, like right. That. No, and that, that is true. Well, a lot of them have OnlyFans now, and yeah. they're and they're smart not to get oh, into now porn. Every girl, every hot girl has an OnlyFans. <laughs> right, yeah. and they're they're smart not to get into porn. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to like deter people from getting in porn, but it's just like it depends on what you're trying to do. Like, if your heart and soul is you know to become a porn star, then get into porn. Mm-hmm. But if you just want to be this beautiful eccentric figure online and make a shit ton of fucking money, then and do that be an influencer be on OnlyFans, but don't get into porn because it'll go ahead and slow down the rest of those process processes but again it's just like you will be considered a porn star it just kind of like right. like you give up a little bit just because it's just like the industry can only give so much like i said mm-hmm. they can only do so many bookings a month they can only book you so many times they can only pay you such high of a rate you know it's so like you, it's not the 80s where you're getting paid ten thousand dollars for one they scene. got that in the 80s nice <laughs> They're making good money. Oh, That's why everybody wants to get into porn. This, yes, yeah. the VHS. Before anyone stole VHS. That what was... percentage of guys do you think pay for porn? I wonder what it is. It's got to be less than fifty, though. Less know. than fifty, less for than sure. Ten, maybe. I don't even know. It's probably but... like a point, like one percent of people <laughs> that pay <laughs> yeah. for porn, which yeah. is fine. And it's yeah. just the way it is. It's yeah. just the way that it is. Me and I even tell people, I'm like, go to my porn hub, and I'm like, go watch my free porn, like, because the the whole point is like. Just get my name out there and everybody watch me. Let me be a staple in your life. Yeah, now you get a little money from the scenes, but it's almost more of an ad for your own personal stuff. Traffic. That's exactly it. And that's the trade-off that a lot of girls aren't really aware about is it's just like you you do have to give away a bit more time. You do have to give away a little bit of money. But the trade-off is you get an immense amount of traffic. And that is a Mm. beautiful thing. But it's just like, but if your traffic is already going amazing... And you don't need it. it. Lindsay Paylos, you know that girl? She goes, oh, yes, 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 yes. Boobs juggling. She's like a multimillionaire just from. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's some girls that it just works out that way. But Mm. for me, like, I'm not that girl. I'm more natural. I came from the brothel, never had a social media, never hit the magazines. Like, didn't have an OnlyFans until the pandemic. Didn't have an OnlyFans. I didn't have any of that. So, for me, being an absolute nobody, but having the skill sets behind me of the passion and the love for the industry. And I feel like that's why I do well in porn and me being like, like, I'm a real sex worker. <laughs> I think that I think that's the difference at the end of the day. Like, yeah, you earned your uh, stripes. Right. Yeah. I'm and it's like and I'm proudly a sex worker. There's a lot of girls that are like, oh, I do some cam or I do some nude modeling. And it's just like that. That's fine. But you're just a model. You're just an influencer. You also don't stand for this industry. You're not interested in the politics. You're not interested in the decriminalization. You are not interested in the discrimination part of it either because you don't actually get discriminated against. So I'm sorry, you're not a real sex worker. There's some of us who are real sex workers that, again, through legalities. They're doing it for the quick cash, not for the long haul. A hundred percent. And so, but yeah, so when I started over at the brothel, it was amazing. I worked there for about a year and a half what was day one like your first day because that's no but doesn't matter who you are that's a scary day day one was actually very interesting so there is this girl named air force amy and she has been around in the industry for i think like over 30 years and when you say industry the brothel industry Mm -hmm. well she she did some porn as well actually yeah so she's now i think in like her like 50s or 60s but so she's been at the brothel for a very long time and so she's she's amazing 
selling for especially negotiation the art of negotiation is oh there's not just a set price there. no it's my price baby like no but, but it's not just a set price so if i walk i've never been to actually i've been to a brothel in mexico mm -hmm. in hong kong but i've never been to a brothel in reno uh so if i went up to you and mm -hmm. you're uh, a girl at the brothel and I was like, hey, how much to take you in the room for an hour? Do you so you like kind of make up a price depending on the person asking or is it I charge 1300 or whatever it is? It depends. It, it okay. really does depend. It depends on what the person wants, um, you know, and it really comes down to like, do you want kissing? How much touching? How much intimacy? Got how it. fast is this going to go? Right. Or the girlfriend experience. The girlfriend experience. Do we want to go out by the pool or the jacuzzi? Do we want to go out for dinner? Do we want to go out for drinks? Like, you know, mm -hmm. so it's like if, if it is more so a quickie thing, then yeah, I think I did have more so a set price. You uh -huh. know, it's just like I'd be like, OK, then then 1500, right. you know, for like 30 minutes, you know, non girlfriend experience. Half mm -hmm. and half, you know, condom, of course. Condom What's half and half mean? Half and half, half blowjob, half sex, oh, you know. Okay. So it's like 30 minutes max mm -hmm. and, you know, something like that. I would go ahead and – but again, th there's no intimacy basically. Right. You know, it's just yeah, like – Yeah, that's just a business transaction. Mm -hmm, it, it's just a business transaction. But then you have other people that are wanting more than yeah, that. Sure. And, you know, it's just like just depending. And there are other people that it's just like I will go ahead and look at their wallet. I will look at their watch. I will look at their shoes. And I will go ahead and do a fucking background check on these people because if you're making billions of fucking dollars, sure. you don't get to throw pennies at me. What if someone <laughs> uh, was really – Really fat and gross. Oh, just just shower for me. I, I, I don't care about weight. I, no, that doesn't matter. Hygiene, though. You know, sure. I, for me, it, it what? Because like there would be guys that would come in that would be like six foot four and, you know, a total, you know, a total gym rat, basically. And like he thinks that he's so beautiful and, you know, oh, well, I, well, I could just go pick up a girl at the bar and You're be like, like, do it. Then, and, bitch. Yeah. And they're, they're like, <laughs> I only have five hundred dollars to spend. And then you have the guy who maybe is still a virgin who is overweight, but he has great hygiene. He's a really mm -hmm nice guy and he's over here like hey i want to spend ten thousand dollars i'm like yeah of course like i'd much rather work with you than work with fucking douchebag over there with his lousy five hundred dollars because he says that he's a pretty boy now who's the type of person that you would just say nope not interested the assholes yeah those type of guys yeah, yeah. assholes are, are big ones like i mm. even had this one guy that told me um so there was a bachelor party and they came from india and you know we were all sitting down for drinks and and all the guys got super drunk and he came up to me and he goes i, I, I want to tell you something and i was like yeah what's up <laughs> it's a good bro voice. i know well i mean he had an accent oh, and, okay. I'm, and i'm not gonna like be yeah, disrespectful yeah, yeah. but yeah. but but he was super drunk and you know, like his eyes were basically closed and he's like, I want to tell you something. And I was like, okay. And he was just like, all these guys here. He's like, I just want to let you know we're filthy fucking rich, but we're the guys that will go ahead and bargain you for as low as you possibly can. Because in our country, you don't count as real women. Jesus. And I was like, pro I was like, like, I was like prostitutes, I was like prostitutes and legal prostitutes don't count as real women. He goes, no, of course not. And immediately I grabbed Dennis and I was just like, can you say that again? And Dennis said, get the fuck out of my brothel. He said, get the fuck out. He's like, you disrespectful fucks. He goes, I don't give a shit. He's like, get the fuck out. Yeah. And it's just like we like the, the, the whole disrespect thing, you know, it's just like none of us fly with that. You know, it's just like nobody needs that. We yeah. don't need, we don't need somebody yeah. to tell us, oh, oh, you shouldn't be charging this much or 
you're not worth this much or, you know, nobody needs that type of attitude. Oh, I just go to a bar and just pick up a bitch. And it's just I like, also don't then know go why, and do it. Yeah, why is someone going there with that attitude? It seems like... Because they're poor and yeah. they think it's the red light district in like fucking Europe where they're going to spend $50 and fuck a girl for an hour. No, this is America, bitch. Like, <laughs> we chose to be here and mm-hmm. we want to be here and we want to give you an amazing experience. Like, we're not just going to fucking... We're, we're not going to take your money. We are going to give you the most amazing experience of your life because that's our job. And Dennis always said, he goes, the uglier the girl, the better the experience will be because she's not riding on her looks. She's not Mm going to ride on a person just staring at her. She's actually going to make her client feel good because that is the whole point of the brothel. Pretty, and it's true. Yeah. And it is true because you, you had said it's I think just that like. that goes to real life too. Well, and real life. Yeah. yeah no, it's just like because you had said it's so like some of the girls on there like you would never touch them. Well, the thing is, is like close your eyes, buddy boy. I'm just like <laughs> especially if you're a virgin, like, you know, you know, like the guys that are virgins or have only sure. been able to have sex only a couple times in their life. It is just like right. close your goddamn eyes because I bet you it's going to feel better than any fucking fantasies and that's inside your head. I mean, Definitely. the sexual experience, especially in porn, is lacking. Like sex hurts with these people like with the girls it's gay for pay they have these talons for nails Mm -hmm. you know they're just shredding the inside of my vagina the male talons are literally biting my clit and i'm like ah i'm like what are you doing but the thing is is i can't do that on camera i'm like oh yes oh amazing i love it oh yeah yeah, yeah. i'm coming (laughs) you're not even touching my vagina and i'm somehow coming (laughs) like you know what i (laughs) mean out of me oh suddenly oh i'm coming no, squirt I'm everywhere <laughs> like you know what I mean? that's how porn is and it like inflates their egos oh, so yeah. and, high and for all the people watching it too they're like uh for me when i was you know 15 16 that was my school on how to have sex is watching porn and then you find watching out porn. wait girls don't want that right girls don't want to be pounded that hard for an hour straight that's not what girls want no and in the industry girls do that because it makes the industry like them more sure. you know what i mean it's yeah, just like no it makes sense it is hot to watch it's but, it's super hot to watch yeah. and, and we are performers and i think that at the end of the day that needs to be the separation of the brothel and porn is one side which is porn is full of performers people who when the camera turns on it is go time but when the camera turns off these people are dead inside and i'm just like they're performers they're <laughs> amazing at it i i completely like i applaud them i really do think that they're amazing people because it's just like just because it didn't feel good when the video comes out you're like wow yeah that looks like it felt good though it's acting it's real acting (laughs) it looked like it Uh, felt amazing wait so we went on a big tangent though but back to day one yes with air force amy so i got my first client and he spoke no english (laughs) what what country was he from i think he was from japan okay and i and i and i thought that was so cool as well because and i think that's i think that's why he also picked me was because he said my hair i had um i had unnaturally colored it and i got extensions and i look like the little mermaid basically (laughs) and it was like it was like my little fantasy i was like oh i made all this money like i'm gonna go get nails this is I'm before get, you made all the money. Uh, yeah, This yeah. was in preparation to make the money. Well, because right? I got, yes. Well, the thing is, is like I got, um, Dennis helped me. Oh, that's nice of him. 
I owed him the money back. No worries. But or to give you a little loan. Yeah, a little That's loan basically mm-hmm. to go ahead and like help me get up on my feet and cool. to get everything situated because I told him it's like I mean it. I'm serious. Like this is where I want to be, and mm-hmm. I'm just like I want to make something out of this. And so he believed me, and he was like, okay. He's like, we'll go to the nail salon. He's like, well, we'll get some lingerie for you. We'll go ahead and and do these things, you know. And so anyways, the guy had picked me and we go into the room and I and I was just like, I was just very confused and I didn't know how to communicate with him. And we just kind of sat there and I don't even think that he knew. So I went back out and I grabbed one of the other girls, which is Air Force Amy and she my mentor Mm -hmm. for the night. She comes in the room. She starts yelling at him. She starts yelling at him. She's like, what do you want? She's like, you have this hot bitch right here ready for you. And then she's like, well, what do you want, motherfucker? How much money do you have? Oh, you hadn't even talked about pricing at <laughs> no, this point. No, You just brought him in the room already. We just yeah. we were just sitting there and just I was just like, so what are you thinking? And he didn't really have much to say. And, you know, it was just kind of awkward. Language and then, very lang- shy. And very shy yeah. as well. And so she comes in. So she's like, how much money do you have? have and she's just like you got a thousand dollars he's like (laughs) and then she's like you have eight hundred dollars and he goes and then she's like eight hundred dollars it is she's like let's go and then i'm just like but i've asked her and i said for what and i'm just like eight hundred dollars for (laughs) what and i'm just like okay so we go into the office. He pays his $800. We go back into the room. And, you know, it's just like I had him take a shower. He comes back out. And just from there, I just hopped on top and just started having sex with him. I really don't know what else to say. Yeah. And it was like the fastest 30 minutes of my life. And then after that was over, I cleaned up, showered. And I had three or four other parties that night completely by myself. And so after that first one, it was Tonight so— Tonight one, four, four customers. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was like I think my first— week I worked with like well over like 20 or 30 people like people ate me the fuck up when I came inside there there's not very many redheads just first off and then girls that are as young as I am Mm -hmm. a lot of people are just like you're the girl I wanted to lose my virginity with in high school and now I get to do it (laughs) so did you walk home like stoked because or I live there Oh, you live at the, I didn't I know lived, that was a thing either. You lived at the brothel. Lived and worked at the brothel. So when you came, if uh, when you did something in your personal life and you went home to sleep, you went back to the brothel mm-hmm. to go to sleep, even yep. on your nights off. So my room I used as the negotiation room, but I would always try to push people to go into VP. And because the VP rooms were full, they had like jacuzzi tubs, huge showers, massage tables, mm-hmm. um, king size beds, huge TVs, fireplaces. You could wow. get, you can get food and drinks and the vip rooms were also right outside the outdoor jacuzzi and pool as well mm-hmm. there's also horses there and Whoa. so yeah no it's actually really sounds like a resort it was actually very nice yeah. I, I will say it was very well maintained we had laundry on premise we had a tanning bed on premise uh, we had a new room massage room on premise that used to be a dungeon i believe but then wow. they, they switched it they out converted they converted popularity yeah of the new yeah room. and then we Porn. also had we had a cafeteria there where they would make us food and then we also had maids that stayed on premise as well to clean up wow. um so it was you know, really clean very nice i had I no mean, idea a place like this existed <laughs> it was actually very nice that's why it's like after you so it's like the way that it works is that you line up in like a semi so the bell rings and all the girls run from their rooms 
And they line up in this semicircle up in the front. And then the, the guy stands in front and all the girls introduce themselves. And um, after that, the guy goes ahead and picks the girl. If he's never been to the brothel before, we always wanted to take him on tours and be like, let's let's show you around the place. Mm-hmm. Let, let's show you the different rooms, the different things that you could do here. Also to let you know, like we could spend some time here. But if you had a hotel room and you wanted more privacy, we can do that. It's hotel an room at that same place no, or a different hotel? You, we, you could travel to we their could hotel. Leave. Yeah, yeah, as long as we stayed in the state of Nevada, because mm-hmm. there were multiple times where I got taken out on dates up at Tahoe, which is my favorite. Tahoe's Lovely like my, Tahoe. Yeah. I love Tahoe. That is like my favorite place on this earth. Skiing, snowboarding, uh, the, mountain biking. the mountain biking, the yeah. hiking, the wilderness. Like it's just a magical place. And then the lake itself as well. Um, but yeah, so I would get taken on dates out there all the time and it was amazing. But so after you take them on the tour of the brothel, then I would take them to my personal room and I'd be like, this is my personal room. This is where. I sleep at night uh, so I prefer if we did not fuck here <laughs> they'd be like well where do we fuck and I'm like oh the VIP room and then they'd always be like well how much does that cost yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like oh it's you know just a little bit more just another ten thousand dollars <laughs> But it would it would really work. Of course, I would do my yeah, negotiations much more professional and sure, sure. you know everything. Um, but it would work, and so like we would be able to have these better elongated experiences because I think I would cap out people in my room at thirty minutes. Like we are just like it's not happening. I'm not gonna fucking make my room absolutely fucking disgusting and smell like your fucking ball sweat and <laughs> sleep in it at night for your lousy thousand dollars. Like right. I'm not gonna do that. Especially with brothels, you have to give up fifty percent of your income. I was gonna ask you that. So yeah, 50% yeah. goes to the house, 50% to you. Yeah, 50% to the house, 50% to me, and then roughly 25 to 30 to taxes is what I like to set aside. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And then what about, is that more or less? Like, I imagine there's some girls that didn't live there. Mm-hmm. If you didn't live there, do they get to keep more than 50%? So, no, 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 no. No matter what, the house always gets 50%. Got it. Um, a lot of the girls, so the way that it works is like me being that I lived in Reno in my apartment that or my like house apartment that I was living in, my lease was almost over with. So mm-hmm. I talked to Dennis about it and I was just like, you know, this is about to end and it's like I'm working so often that it's just like – you know, it's just like I could just live here basically and, you know, not have to get another apartment. He was just like, yeah, you don't need it. And he's like, you can just stay here. Now, other girls that have families that have husbands sure. and kids and everything. Yeah, they have a more settled life. They do more tours. Mm-hmm. And and a tour is them going, OK, so for the you know month of June, I'm going to come out from the 18th to the 25th. The 18th through the 25th for those seven days, they have to live and stay in brothel. But then the uh-huh. other three weeks, they'll go home. Whereas me, I lived and worked there full time. So I would work two, three days, have a day off and then, you know, work another two, three days and then have two days off. Mm-hmm. And so I basically, you know, got weekends or, you know, whatever. So it's like I was only max working four to five days a week with a mandatory two days I had to take off Mm -hmm. um, for living there full time. But the other girls, again, they do things called tours. And when they come in, they have to stay and live in for that week. But then they go home home for, you know, three weeks or or maybe they're only coming out once or twice a year. And then they're home home the entire time. And then but when they come to the brothel, they work, you know, that's those seven days like full, you know. When I travel to a new city. I always like to go see the comedy club at the city mm-hmm. just because I work in comedy clubs, so it's fun to see the different ones. Yeah. Do you ever do you have anything like that where you're like, I want to see the brothel in that city? 
I want to see what it's like there. There's not too many brothels because mm-hmm. Nevada's the only state. Um, I've heard amazing things about Mustang Ranch, which is... It's like, so you have like Mustang is here, you have Reno is here, you have Carson that is here, and then over here you have the Bunny Ranch. Mm-hmm. So they're about 45 minutes away. Up north, I would say Mustang and Moonlight Bunny Ranch are the two top tier brothels out there. And then the other brothels include Sagebrush, um, Love Ranch, and then the Kitty Ranch. Um, those are part of Dennis's Red Light District. I'm not sure if they're still around or not. Don't don't quote me on that. So then now we start going uh, more south. Then we have the chicken ranch. We have um, the we have the chicken ranch. We have uh, the alien ranch. We have Love Ranch South, which is where wow. Omar Odom. Well, love, oh yeah, love I heard about Omar. Yeah, Odom that was that happened down south. Wow. Um, What's crazy is that after Dennis passed away, he tried coming back and saying that, like, Dennis planted that on him. Like, after Dennis died, he tried coming back and saying, oh, they did this to me and they set me up. And Suzette, like, I think Suzette and Dennis re-pulled out because he sent them an apology letter and a signed jersey for all the mess that he had made. And they were like, hold on, wait a second. Why'd you send this apology letter then, guy? Yeah, why'd you do that then? And so then it completely dissipated because it's like you're just trying to save your ass. It's like right. you fucked up, dude. You're like, not going to be able like, to save your ass on like, that. It's you over. You fucked up. You brought drugs into the brothel. And I'm just like because I know I've been in the brothel where people have brought drugs. People don't fly with it. They're they're not yeah. okay with it. Like because Yeah, it's because, already this gray area of the United States. They don't want to bring any more attention to themselves. Can't even have weed. Um, yeah. yeah, not even weed. Dennis was like, if you want to smoke weed, he was like, go out to your car, which is off premise. And yeah. he's like, but not when you're working. Like that was not a thing. Um, and so he was really big on that. But yeah, and then so down south you have Alien, you have Chicken, you have Love Ranch, and then you have Sherry's. Wow. And I would say that Sherry's and Chicken are probably the the two top tier that are down south. So the only four that I highly, highly, highly recommend are Mustang Ranch, the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, the Chicken Ranch, and Sherry's Ranch. So for anybody that is interested in like a fail-proof oh, experience, go go to those. Interested. I'm interested just from hearing. I'm not going to, but I'm interested. <laughs> it's a cool place to even just go and like if you bring like enough money just like for tips and stuff like because like we used to do tours over at the mm-hmm. brothel, like women would just come in and and, you know, right, you it, can go and not ha- go and sleep with a woman. You can go just to check it out. That check I it might out. Do. I did that at the brothel in Tijuana. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. friends were going, and I was like, that sounds like a crazy experience. I want to go check it out. Just leave them a substantial tip is all that I say. Otherwise, they generally do kick you out. But if yeah. you have a few drinks at the bar and you leave a good tip for your bartender and then let's say the girl that you were talking to that you had, you know, take on a tour, basically, mm-hmm. if you pay for her drink or whatever drink that she wants, because some you know, I would have Red Bulls all the time, especially mm-hmm. in the daytime and be like, don't don't buy me a drink. I don't want to get faded at 9 yeah, a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I got to work all day. Um, but then they would drop me like 100. You'd work there at 9 a.m.? Oh, my hours would be, they shifted. So I would sometimes work 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. because I like the night shifts personally better. I like the weirdos that would come in at like 1 a.m. See, to me, it would be more (laughs) weird to go in at 9 a.m. That would be the weirdo in my mind. Sundays, no, Sundays were the best day for the a.m. risers because people that were supposed to go golfing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going golfing with the boys, honey. Going golfing with the boys. 
then they would be like, all right, Lacey, I got 30 minutes. I'm like, let's go. (laughs) like, because I know you got to get home or, you know, or actually meet up with your boys that are going golfing. Golfing was expensive today. (laughs) Yeah, lost the bet. Lost 1,500 of the boys. That's literally what would happen. So Sundays were like, Sundays were the absolute best. A lot of times on Saturdays, because again, I think I remember my shifts being from like 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. And so my Saturdays that would just roll into Sundays, I would just like power nap and then get up at like, because the, the bell starts ringing 5.30, 6 a.m. on Sundays. People are their ass early. <laughs> so, so what made you, you're working at the Bunny Ranch or was it the Bunny Ranch? Yeah. Was the, yeah, the Bunny Ranch. What made you go, okay, this is great, but I got to try porn. Self-care and a routine is more important than ever. Sometimes... I don't feel good about myself if I don't stick to my routine. And shaving is one of those routines for me. I shave at a specific sink in my apartment. I use a specific razor, a specific cream. I have my procedure. And when I don't do that, I notice a difference and I don't like it. I have been shaving since I was... 12 or 13 years old. I remember I was in military school and there you have to be clean shaven at all times. And I hadn't gone through puberty yet. I didn't grow facial hair, but they still made me shave every single day. And if I didn't shave, they would, they would touch your face. Cause I'd have like a few blonde hairs. It was nothing, honestly, nothing. No one would notice. I, I looked like a little boy, but they would make me shave every day. And because of that, I would get ingrown hairs and I was using old razors because I didn't want to buy new razors because I was really poor. And it was, it was bad, but over the years I got better. And now I'm at the best place with shaving I've ever been. And that's because I found Billy. And I'm not talking about Billy as a person. I'm talking about mybilly.com, B-I-L-L-I-E, mybilly.com. You can get a starter kit for $9, and it's so affordable. It includes their award-winning razors, two refill blades, and a Colt favorite magnetic holder. And to express a little love for our show, go to mybilly.com slash Ari. It's a small way you can support us while getting the best razor you will ever own. It's just $9 to get your starter kit plus free shipping always. Go to mybilly.com slash Ari, spelled mybilli.com slash Ari. You could use it to shave your face. You could use it to shave a partner. One time my neighbor, um, this girl came over to his house for drinks and she came with another friend so she wasn't expecting anything. They ended up getting drunk. This is the weirdest story. This is true, though. They ended up getting drunk and started making out, which adults do. This is happens. It's a, a hookup, alcohol, whatever, two consenting adults. And she, they're, they're making out. This is a true story. My neighbor, Alex, I said his name, probably shouldn't have done that. And this girl are hooking up. And she goes, oh, we can't have sex. And he's like, that's cool. Uh. We, that's fine. We could, you know, make out. She go, but he goes, why? Why can't we have sex? And she goes, oh, well, I haven't shaved because I wasn't expecting to see anyone. And he goes, 
oh, that's okay. I'll shave you. And he doesn't have a weird fetish. It sounds like a guy with like a shaving fetish. It's not, but there's a girl he just met and he ended up shaving her legs and vagina in his bathroom. He tells me a story. I'm like, what? 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 Are you? So somehow he did this. Maybe, I don't, I don't know. I, that's all I know. It's bizarre. I'm no longer friends with him. Not because of that. There's other... <laughs> Another thing happened. But anyway, I guess it's good to have fresh razors for those situations. And you want in those situations, you don't want to cut someone and you don't want them to feel bad. You want to have the best razors. So if that could happen to you or if you need to shave yourself, which you probably do, go to mybilly.com slash Ari. I had always wanted to get into porn, you know, and it was something I was scared to do because of that whole Playboy thing and then thinking about porn. And like I looked at myself in the mirror and I was just like, nobody's going to jerk off to me. Like, I, I look like I'm underaged. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're like, oh, that makes people jerk off to me even more. Well, now I look like a woman. And so I'm very grateful for that. But I was very petite back when I was like 18, 19, 20, 21. Like I was, you know, like like now I have curves and this, this is me calling myself that I have curves. <laughs> but that is like, I was almost flat chested basically. It's just okay. like, I really didn't have any curves. Like I, I just hadn't hit that, you know, point of puberty yet. My body was still developing. So I would look my, myself in the mirror and I'd be like mm, I'm not sure if this is the right thing for me when I did cam I never even showed my face um, because I just like I don't know I, I was insecure I 100% mm -hmm. was insecure I'm a human being Everyone's I'm insecure, I'm insecure yeah. this very day <laughs> like no matter what yeah, I can't just walk that. around and be like oh I'm 100% like the best thing walking on this earth I'm like no I'm a human <laughs> <laughs> this is hard totally. but um so when I had taken my break from over at the brothel, and it was actually the craziest thing that happened, a whole bunch of girls had, were really, really, really hating on me. And it was after... At the brothel. At the brothel. And it was actually after my best because month. Because you were taking all, the, yeah, all their business. It was the best month I had ever had. And it was, I think I was in like the top three out of all the girls for the entire month. And it was announced and everything. And then things started getting really weird. And it's just like I had met this client who I had really gone along with and they were seeing that and he was spending a substantial amount of money too and so the girls I think were getting really jealous oh he's attractive oh he's spending a lot of money oh he's seeing her more than once and then from there they started like the literally the um the the workers inside the house who were not the actual sex workers people who worked in the office they were listening to my party while I was in my room with that person and so I, yeah, so it's like they, they were listening in on it. So it wasn't it. even just the other girls getting mad. It was the just regular just staff. everybody was just like getting really Haters. nasty towards me because yeah. like they couldn't control me that much anymore and i'm just like stop trying to control me and like stop you trying to tell me you weren't the new sweet girl to to the brothel now you were a seasoned right. pro exactly and so like i started making a decision and a choice with this person that i was just like i would love to see you outside of the brothel i absolutely would i was yeah. like i have i've gotten to know this person so well and i enjoyed them so much and i'm just like and i was lacking friends i was lacking love and i'm just like the house got got their money and so they listened in on the party when I had transferred numbers with him and I was just like I would love to hit you up and you know like I have weekends off and everything and so being from that then they turned it around on me and said I was doing drugs and I was a cocaine addict so then I this is Dennis was gone at this point in time like he didn't pass away <laughs> he, he was just on a trip because right. he was running as the Trump of Perump because he was running you know for some Nevada um, office position 
And so the madam of the house had then said that I was a a cocaine addict. And my response back to her was, can you please drug test me? Because like, I swear to God, like I only smoke weed. Like I used to, I used to have really, really, really bad drug habits when I was back in college. Like I was doing, I was doing Molly. I was doing ecstasy. I was doing acid. I was doing ketamine. I was was a college student. Like it was really bad. I put myself through. Yeah. I partied and like, I was, you know, very addicted for a very long time. And, but when I came to the brothel, I'd a hundred percent sobered up. And that was really, that was big for me to do. And that, that's why I decided to go to the brothel because I was like, I'm clean now and I'm really fucking poor. And it's like, I'm trying to make it, but I'm being sexually harassed no matter the job that I'm working. Like people make me, you know, it's just like, I'm tired of this. And so I asked the madam to drug test me and she refused to do so. She, she, she's like, I don't have to, to know. And I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. Like, you you have no proof of this. And I also was seeing other girls actually doing cocaine over right. at the brothel. And I saw them doing it in their cars. I also saw girls um, selling drugs in the brothel parking lot, which was meth and cocaine. And I think that they saw me – I think they saw me see them doing that. And I'm just like, I'm not going to rat on you. Yeah. Like, that's your life, not mine. I don't give a fuck. Um so anyways, yeah. I also all at the same exact time while all this is happening, my grandmother passed away. And so I decided to take a break. Yeah. And I like, was like, know, it's, it's not worth all this drama. It's not worth it right now. Yeah. And I need to take a break. And then Dennis got back from his trip and gave me a call and was like, what is going on? He's like, I just got back. He's like, you're no longer here. He's like, what the fuck happened? And I'm just like, why don't you go ask your madam? And I'm just like, because this shit's just crazy to me. And he was like, please just come back, honey. Like, we really need you. We really love you. You know, he's just like, I know that there's drama that happened. He's like, but forget the drama and try to get me to come back. And then I thought about it. And then the madam messaged me. And I still have this text message to this very day. Like, I'm one of those people, like, where I like to keep things (laughs) like that. Like, and I have, like, little folders. Because I hate, like, I hate people, especially in, like, harsher industries like the sex industry they're always trying to like pit something against you and it's just like no it's just like i'm not gonna have you guys turn around and say that i did something when i didn't or to think that i'm combative or you know whatever it's just like don't make me the difficult one because like i'm just standing my ground and she messaged me and said are you ready to come back and be a team player and i was just like my grandmother just died and you guys gave me less than 24 hours to go to her funeral. That's a shitty apology. <laughs> that was a shitty apology. Yeah, and yeah. so after that, I, you know, was living over in Reno. I was living back in Reno and I started getting back into cam and I created a social media. I created my, you know, Twitter and I got like 10,000 followers. And I was just like, wait a second, just like from the brothel and, you know, doing cam again. And I then started doing more research on the industry. And I was noticing that there were a lot of companies that weren't shooting the bimbo look, that you didn't have to have, you know, fluorescent blonde hair and, mm-hmm. you know, platinum hair, big fake hair, tits, big, and... fake tits, you know, long nails, super tan skin. And so, like, I was just like, huh, I was like, I think porn is really starting to change. And a lot of these companies are actually very new. Like, this is not something that the, I think, like, totally. I think it's only like the past five years that they've really are starting to change around porn and the whole natural look is coming back. You know, I think it was there in the 80s. 80s and then I think later 80s 90s especially early 2000s it was the whole Hugh Hefner look mm-hmm. you know exactly what he wanted girls to look like totally. and 
which is totally fine and cool, but that's like why I deviated from it for so long. Um, and then I started doing more research and started feeling more confident. And then somebody who I personally look up to, and I'm actually very proud to say that I'm in the same agency as Riley Reed. And, um, you know, I've, I saw all the harshness that she went through, but I also was like, she's a petite natural girl who's been in the industry for a very long time. And she made it, she had to put in a lot of work, but she, but she definitely made it. And so, I decided to contact an agency and the agency took me right away and I flew out to LA and did a whole bunch of shoots and then figured out my agent was a piece of shit and figured out a way to get away from him. He wanted $20,000 for my buyout. A contract to put me on for sex. Oh, to leave early. Yeah, the contract. and that's, that's not a thing. That, that's not a thing. I contacted a lawyer and everything, and they're like, nobody can give you a contract for sex. They're like, you know that, right? And I'm just like, wow. I don't know that. I guess that makes sense. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. trafficking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is literally trafficking, putting a girl on a contract and saying, you have to have sex for this specific company and for this specific, you know, whatever. Like, no, you don't. You never have to do anything. Like, then that's like the craziest thing. Like, right. Even girls. on set, if you don't want to have sex, you don't, even you don't if you sign the anything. contract, even if they paid you, you can give the money back. You could stop, you know. There's literally like there's all the contracts in this industry are, are complete bogus and yeah. lawyers hate us, you know, for that reason. Federal courts, you know, state courts, they all hate us because whenever they get these, you know, whenever they get these types of cases in courts, they're just like, God, this industry is such a mess. Like yeah. we, we hate it. They're just like. Yeah, it's just like I love the I I love the independent creators. I love the performers, but when it comes to a lot of the corporate side of things, like they're not my favorite because it's just like without us, they'd be nothing, mm -hmm. and they all make us feel like we work for them. And so it's that's definitely a battle that I still fight a lot today. But <laughs> oh, you've got to start your own company, maybe. <laughs> no, not even that. I'm just gonna stick to OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, or that. Yeah, yeah. That, that is your own company. It is really? basically, and like, and OnlyFans is great because the amount of money it costs to create because a lot of people go well why don't you create your own site okay creating your own site is a lot of money like mm -hmm. you have to be able to have like a hundred grand just to throw yeah in the you need a web trash. designer and you need a graphic artist and you need a production team well and then you have to then get a you have to get a hold of the card companies as well to oh be yeah able credit to, card yep, processor and we're going yeah. through a lot of shit with visa and mastercard right now mm -hmm. courts american express is already that way they're a mormon company so they they are they they won't Mormons. work at the brothels <laughs> we i knew that before coming into porn because anybody with american express couldn't do it couldn't do it no matter what and then wells fargo then actually started changing and they started deleting a whole bunch of girls uh, bank accounts with their money inside of it because they are now you know moving more towards religious aspects as well and so is just overall visa and mastercard i have a friend who is a stand-up comedian like myself he also owns a i don't remember the term for it. i think it's gray area credit card processing company mm. and he his company does processing for the bunny ranch and for uh CBD companies and Steve-O's Netflix or Steve-O's stand-up special because he shows his dick in the special. So <laughs> he does all these things that normal credit card process and banks don't want to touch because there's that's amazing. Weird areas. So he's, he's, yeah, I did not know that. That's yeah, super cool. That's all they do is credit card processing. For, and they take a higher percentage because of it yeah, for yeah. adult sites and stuff right, like right, that. Right, right, right. That makes sense. But yeah, a lot of girls don't, you know, everybody's like, oh, look at my Gucci bag and my Louis Vuittons and look at my Prada and these lingerie sets and look how fancy my car is. And it's just like, no, I'm sorry. 
you don't have that money because you can't even create your own website. Like, I'm sorry. Like, stop acting like you're doing as well as you think that you're doing because you can't even create your own website. I was talking about this today. (laughs) And L.A. is such a phony place that I know guys who drive around brand new BMWs and they share a a bedroom with someone. Seriously? Like like they have a roommate and he drives a brand new BMW and has a Gucci wallet and all that stuff. I'm like, what are you That's what I'm saying. That's literally LA in a nutshell. Get your own apartment and drive a Toyota. Who gives a shit? Right. A hundred percent. That's exactly how I feel. Um, But yeah, no. So it's just like, that's why a lot of girls are on OnlyFans because like, it's not even worth it to go through the struggles of, you know, trying to get the credit card companies paying out all this money and then the traffic like trying to get you know from your following uh, for people to go ahead and go to your social media accounts and then actually trying to clickbait them into actually going to your own website OnlyFans is such a household name around the world and And you could tag each other other girls and all that people feel less weird about buying from OnlyFans because again it's it's been made so mainstream I mean Beyonce had a song and you know put that in there yeah she like shouted out OnlyFans in one of her songs and then you have like the Bella Thorne girl who mm-hmm. you know um, yeah, which is like drama. right well you know, I don't even know the drama but <laughs> you know but but she's joined in and she made her million dollars overnight wow. and then like she's so- friends with a Bella Danger like they're really close and everything um, and then you have people like Maitland Ward who's now in the industry as well um, so you have all these huge names it's booming I know it's booming and I know yeah. reality stars that have only yeah. fans now and men a lot of men are doing it and it's yeah, I, it's I will say really OnlyFans is trying to get rid of sex workers yeah. at this point and yeah they're trying to become even more mainstream to where they're even though they built a Patreon it type. <laughs> they yeah. built it on sex workers and are now trying to discriminate against sex workers it's the funniest thing on this fucking planet it's wild because they want that investor money they, they do that, they and it's like venture capitalists now lucky for us with there's one there will always be another one totally. one goes down another one will go up and that's yeah. also why I love Pornhub because no matter or what like Pornhub is amazing because as somebody me it's like let's say I'm done showing a video on my OnlyFans okay maybe it's just like I made the money I wanted to make yeah, off I, of it yeah. now I can upload it for free I can now make money off of it through the clicks and it raises my rank so let that let that movie sit there for a year you're a Do business not, woman I'm big businesswoman. <laughs> but you let that movie sit there for a year. Don't worry about it a week from now, a month from now, even six months. You have to wait a minimum a year. Now you click on that video a year later and you're just like, oh my God, I made like an extra $1,500, maybe $2,000. Well, guess what? I'm going to let it sit there for 10 years. Yeah, and, and then, then you I, got 10 of them going. And then and, now, and that's exactly what yeah. you're doing is like you have all these videos from your OnlyFans that you, you know, you've you done them I'm enough. I'm in the wrong and business. Now- <laughs> I'm going to start jerking off on my camera honestly guys make really good money doing that i know a lot of guys in um the industry that are straight male performers but on their only fans they'll go ahead and they'll spread their sure. butt cheeks they'll go ahead and oh, spin my around younger their brother dick. is gay too he could spread the word for me <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's amazing yeah. but yeah no it's just like a lot of the straight guys they're making killer money on there by you mm-hmm. know kind of you know just doing the things that they would never do in straight porn they're like all right i'll spread my butt cheeks for a thousand dollars and somebody's like i will pay that thousand dollars sir met, uh, i met Danny Mountain at the comedy store. Oh. And he was telling me all about that too. Fuck <laughs> yeah. No shame. They're mm-hmm. sex workers. That yeah. is what it is to be a real sex worker. Mm-hmm. Or are you trying to be a lot of guys try to get into the industry? And they're like, I want to work with you. I, I want to stuff my dick inside of you. I was going to ask you about this. How does, 
Like I'm sure a lot, I'd say most of the people going to this episode, whenever I have, I've had a few adult actresses on the podcast before. And when that happens, guys come on. First off, they hate me because I'm talking to you. So they're like, je- they're like jealous. <laughs> they get so yeah. jealous. Yeah, they're jealous. They're like, fuck him. Why is he talking to you and not me? And they're just, this host sucks. He talks too much. It's my fucking podcast. I'll talk as much as I goddamn want to. But uh, so past that, but a lot of guys probably listening to this, hoping to get tips and tricks on how they could meet a girl like you, how they could be with a girl like you, how they could be your OnlyFans boyfriend. What would you say to to that guy watching? You say, eh, not me, but here, or it could not be tips for you, but tips for women in general. Yeah, so... Well, do you even see guys in your personal life? You're so six, seven days, you work seven days a week. Yeah. Do you, even have, a, do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a dating life? I do. Life? Yeah, that yeah. guy that I told you about at the brothel. He's still, you're still... We'll be celebrating three years in July. Wow, that's so romantic. <laughs> uh, he is now a power lineman. Um, so he used uh, to be in the what, army. What's a power lineman? So, oh, he puts up the power lines. Yeah, literally the all the power lines that you see all around us. Yeah, he, he does he, that. he puts in the poles and the climbs the poles and then sets up everything so we can have the electricity wow. that we have today. I know, another, I know actually I know a guy who does that but with internet cabling. Yeah, yeah. And they make good money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the telecom guys make mm. their job is like Six figures. Fifty percent less harder than somebody who's an elect or that somebody that's a power lineman. Oh, um, yeah, because that makes sense. they're it's working. Safer. It's safer Def- because yeah. it's telecom. They're mm-hmm. not working. They can't electrocute themselves. Right. Yeah. It's just like the amount of people that die with being power linemen is it's pretty brutal, actually, and a lot of freak accidents. It's probably one of the most dangerous jobs that I know that's out there with the amount of they it's so funny. Back in the past they used to wear top hats. And they used to wear I thought they still did in my head. Felt top hats. It but fel- oh, felt I, I ones. Thinking, yeah, the hard, no, no, hard no, hats. not the no. hard ones. They, they wore the felt hat. ones, and Weird. it's because if it would hit the line, it wouldn't have any current or anything, uh, and like that would be their indicator. You know, it's just like so. It's kind of like their little savior, and so I love seeing like those pictures of seeing like the full on gentlemen, and like they're doing everything so unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like now with class. There's no class with, class. with power linemen anymore. <laughs> I've always said that these power linemen don't have the class that they used to have. I think with all. Like anything union, like they they've lost all the class. Now they're just yeah. No. Your boyfriend <laughs> needs to start bringing felt top hats back. I know, but he's gotta he, bring but, that to the board meeting. But he's amazing, and he's absolutely supportive. I've never there. There's sounds like it. Like there's not a person on like. I mean, I've had my family members be like, "You shouldn't be doing this," and like you would think that he'd be the person to be like, "I really don't want you doing this." But at the same as like time with like everything that I'm doing. If he wants to go out and go fancy himself with another human being. Sure, it's a little bit of an open relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. The the respect is there for both of us. It's not just mm-hmm. like, oh, you go sit in your chair like you're way. a cuck. And yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. no, 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 no. There's so much equality and love between us that it's really important um, that whatever standards he has for me, I go ahead and give him back. And for the openness and for, the, you know, not having judgment and never mm-hmm. freaking out on each other and being like, we're young, we're having fun, we're making money. And this isn't a forever thing either because one day I do want to be a mom. And that's really important to me is to be a mom. Um, I was going to ask you about your exit plan. Do you and your your boyfriend game together? Hmm? 
Do you and your boyfriend video game together? Kind of. We play uh, COD Mobile, but he's yeah. not like a hardcore gamer. Like yeah, he's, you're more into the game. Yeah, he's very hand like like he's he's a man's man. Sure. <laughs> he likes to hey, make <laughs> men's men can game. They what can. The heck? I'm a man's no, man. No, they can, but he'd rather build something. Yeah, he yeah. he'd rather go and fix something and go clean something and go landscaping or go gardening or go mountain biking. Like you know, he's like, let's go do something, sure. and, and that's very him like you know you could like put it his hands are like sandpaper and like he could just be like <laughs> and just like take off like this entire front like he's that such like unhealthy. a <laughs> that sounds like too much of a man's man that okay? sounds like too much That's, of a man's man <laughs> that doesn't sound safe in fact he can scrape off your skin on your arm by mistake no he's great though but um, he's, he's definitely the person that if I ever get like crazy or crude messages online from guys that I send them over to him and like, we just troll them like with each other. Does he defend you on the internet? No, yeah, yeah. no. Does he he's defend like, your honor? No, no, like never. And we, both of us don't want that because that would yeah. make things so much harder. Like, right. why would we want people to hate on him? Why yeah, do we yeah. want people to judge? Why do we want people to try to think that they're better? Does it's he just ever like, pop into your OnlyFans? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. POV. Is he, is he your main talent? <laughs> yes. yes he, yeah. POV. Like, they love him because, like, he doesn't talk. He doesn't want to show his face. Right. He doesn't really want to show much of his body. Like, it's POV, and mm. people get to act like they're him. And right. it's such an intimate experience because I get to be fully intimate with him, and but I'm playing with the camera as well. So all the fans get to act like they're him. And so That's it's amazing. Right, they're living right. The dream. And Everyone so the it, it's never like me actually talking to him. So it's like never breaking that fantasy. They, they fully get to put themselves in his shoes and be like, I'm Lacey's boyfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it works perfect. It, it's beautiful content. But yeah, no, a lot of the guys that hit me up in my DMs that are like, how do I get into porn? And I really just want to fuck somebody like you. And it's just like... Well, you're never going to be able to do it with that type of attitude because the guys that come into the industry that are like, oh, I'm just here to fuck bitches. And it's just like, shut up. You didn't even fuck bitches before you even got here. <laughs> like, you're literally here because you could never get a bitch to fuck. Like, it's not the old porn days where you had all these guys that had, like, baby arms as fucking dicks. Like, <laughs> fucking elephant dicks, basically. It's just like, that's not really how it is anymore. Like, we have all these guys that are very, like, under average, honestly. I really do find a lot of the guys in porn these days are under average they're shorter than i am i'm so only five foot four why do you think that wait there's guys shorter than five foot four yes that's what i'm saying like so they're, they're tiny men how is it why how has it become that way is that just what people want to see? Is that the people who are now just trying to be in porn? I think is it's the it? fuckboy thing. The guys that are beautiful with big dicks, like they, they can, don't need to be in porn. They, they can don't, fuck whoever they, they want. They don't anyway. need to be in porn, and they can make a shit ton of fucking money, you know, off of daddy or mommy's money. You know what mm. I mean? It's just like that's how a lot a lot of people I find are very taken care of these days and are very entitled. Like I get bummed out when I hear people my age and like I'm hearing how well that they're doing and they never had to pay for anything, and I'm just like, fuck you, like <laughs> fuck all of you and then it's like i know 16 and 17 year olds that are you know have mercedes oh yeah especially i'm like i have worked so fucking hard and it's just like i drive a 2020 jeep compass i love my vehicle no not a bad car at all almost 40 um almost 40 gallons you know for um for the tank yeah yeah for for the tank goes long yeah it goes a long ways and then like when i like come to a stop or like let's say i like press on my brake or come to a red light it completely shuts off so it saves like on gas so much but a lot of people don't think like that yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm so cheap oh i want i mean you're not i'm a real car nerd the ford maverick just 
came out. That's my new dream car. It's oh, like yeah? the compact truck. It's hybrid. It gets 40 miles to yeah. the gallon, but it's a pickup truck. That's the car I want. A lot of people like the country boys are hating on on uh, anything oh, electric. Like yeah, they yeah. are freaking oh, the a fuck quiet, out. A quiet little pickup truck. I'm going to get, if I drove that in another <laughs> state, like, I'd get made fun of. But I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. That's the car I want. <laughs> no, fuck it's it. great because, I mean, it's just like, I don't know, we're slowly kind of saving the earth, but cough. Um, yeah, all not the humans, fast Yeah, all the humans on this earth could have electric cars and the fucking factories around the world will still kill us all. But <laughs> I want, I would, so I my dream car is a test because autonomous cars but i don't have a place to plug in at my building oh. so it's not quite convenient enough for me yet so I'm i want a tesla as well like when yeah. i become a mom when i have kids like that is like my little dream little suv is in tesla that'd be sweet or the new cyber truck that's what i want <laughs> what is so you work so hard as i've said a thousand times you're, you're working every day you're doing only fans you're doing porn you're doing everything you just said you want to be a mom one day what is your retirement plan do you have one are you kind just gonna of, go yeah. until you lose steam no until no no you don't no, no, no. I, I have a plan no no i always have a plan i'm just like i'm so hot i'm like sweating <laughs> so much i hope that the fans online they're not like oh lacy you, 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 you have pit stains yeah well i'm a human you motherfuckers and <laughs> it's california it's like sweat. 110 degrees out here like fuck anyways yes of course i have an exit plan i think about everything i think too much i think it's like sometimes like <laughs> it's my analyzer i am i'm an aquarius <laughs> what are you virgo cusp libra but i'll be honest i don't believe in that so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it means i'm not, I'm not die hard I mean, either and i don't believe in it yeah but well, maybe it's real i don't know we're in the same circle yeah. so perfect yeah so just letting you know we we can be friends that's what I, I hoped for. <laughs> that was my biggest goal. my exit plan is anywhere from 28 to 30 is when I want to go ahead and leave the four industry. To six, so you got four to six years left. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really good time frame with everything that I'm doing. Um, so we see as soon as they start calling you a MILF. Oh, I'm leaving before then. Like that is that's well, now they call people milfs. They're I like know. thirty year old women that are getting called milfs. I'm like, I guess they and could. They're tech. Yeah, they technically could be a milf. This shit's annoying, and that's a big reason. Like, why is just like twenty eight through thirty is the perfect time frame because I will never be labeled a milf. Like, it's not happening. As <laughs> soon as someone sends you an email, hey, do you want to do this milf scene? Yeah, I'm done. I I've retire. already I've yeah. already been put as a milf. Wow. Yeah, for one scene, and it pissed me off, <laughs> and I was just like, what? But you still did it. Well, I didn't know till I got there. Oh, God. So, and I'm just like, wow, you guys, like, kept this from me. And I'm just like, way to go. Like, you guys are assholes. But <laughs> I was like, I'm 24 years yeah, old. 24. And they were like, well, 24-year-olds have kids. And I said, well, I don't. Yeah. 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 So do 16-year-olds. Yeah. But they're not milfs. Yeah. So do 16-year-olds. Yeah. Like, Jesus. So, yeah. So, anyway, so 28 through 30 is when I want to go ahead and start leaving the industry. Um, that's when I want to go ahead and, you know, start having kids. I want to leave the industry with like a big goodbye showcase, you know, and because it's going to be planned. And what I'm, is a goodbye showcase? A showcase is a DVD where it's completely about you. So it'll okay. have like four or five scenes and every single one of those scenes will only have me. And gotcha. I'm just like, it might have male talent or female talent or whatever. Um, but I'm going to do all my scene work. I'm going to try to get on as many podcasts and articles and everything. And, you know, um, go, try with a big, go out with a bang. Go out with a bang. And it's and leaving with love. Literally. Yeah. Li leaving with love and letting people know like I'm still here. I'm not leaving with animosity. I'm not just disappearing off the face of the earth. Nice. I'm just ready to close this chapter mm -hmm. and I'm ready to open up a new one. Again, I'm really big into business. So I'm already starting to work on several other business endeavors that are going to basically help me create 
I don't want to say like a monopoly, but almost kind of like my own little monopoly. And so I have all these business ideas that it's like, I don't want to tell anybody either because people steal ideas. <laughs> I'm just like, and Happened I think I have really like diamond in the rough um, type of um, ideas that are useful for humans on an everyday basis. You know, for people that are traveling, for people that have animals, for people who like to be hygienic, um, for people who like safety. You know, these are things, especially if you're an outdoor enthusiast such as myself, these are things that I feel like I I'm lacking constantly when I'm going out to national parks or I'm going camping or I'm going hiking. Like I'm lacking so many things. And so I want to create these businesses that can really help humans around the world to go ahead and to not be lacking these things and, and to be Those able to be. Those are the best products, yeah. the ones that fill a void, of fill a fix void. a problem. And that is not being addressed by the current product. Right, so and, and it's not like gonna, and they're establishments as well. They're not just like little small products. Um, they're full on establishments. So it's just like you have, you know, it's like you think in LA when people go to gyms and stuff, you have 24 hour fitness or you mm. have Equinox or you have Planet Fitness. It's gonna be one of those types of staple oh, things, cool. but it's not a gym at all. <laughs> but we'll it, but, look out, keep an but, eye out Yeah, it. so it's just like I have all these ideas and it's just like I'm excited because my partner works as well. And so at that at that moment in time, I'll be a stay at home mom, so I can really you know because I want one or two kids and I want and to have them pretty like close. You're saving enough money to where you'll be able to try out these businesses, yeah. and if they don't work, you'll still you're still fine. And if they yeah. work, great. Well, I'll be starting these businesses like I'm hoping to have the first one up and running in two years. So it's just like I'm going to be starting these businesses while I'm in the industry. Gotcha. Um, that way it's just like I think that's just the, the right thing to do because right it is like to leave the industry, become a mom and then start a business like no, 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 no. That's not going to work. Be in the industry, start the business, leave the industry. Business is already running. Now be a mom. You know, it's just like because I don't want to quit and fail, basically. So you have thought it through. I have really yeah. thought it through because it's like I wouldn't be leaving again with any animosity and mm -hmm. again putting out a showcase so it's like giving the fans like here's my farewell here's a last video I know what you guys like I know what you're looking for and I know what you're gonna miss so we're gonna put it in this last big movie for you and I'm gonna give you a goodbye present and again I'm not falling off the face of the earth in any sort of way you know it's just yeah. like I'm just no longer yeah, doing, doing adult videos. you still might have your only fans you still might have no solos no girl media. girl that's one thing Thing I'm going to be doing for my kids because I don't want them to have any animosity or feel any sort of way because it mm -hmm. is going to be difficult on them. Like I'm sure. penthouse pet of the year. You know, it's just like I'm doing all these major things that are going to stick with me for the rest of my life. And I don't want my kids to be like, oh, my mom ruined my life. And like all she cares about is sex and being a sex icon. It's right. like, no, I want my kids to be like, yeah, she was. She totally was. Mom used to be hot. And then um, and then she decided to be a mom <laughs> and she yeah. committed like she hardcore committed and being like, that's my mom. She lit all that we know her as is just a mom. And it's just like I want to be there for my kids and. I want them to be the stars, you know, I, I want to close my chapter and be like, I'm having these kids so they can grow up and be exactly who they want to be and have the childhood that I've always wanted and, you know, have the younger adulthood that I had always wanted, which was support, financial support and actual love and actual acceptance. And that's all that I want to do for my kids. You have a good head on your shoulders. <laughs> uh, I didn't prepare you for this segment, Ooh. but uh, is there anything in your life? that I could help you with. Unlicensed therapy, that's how it got the title. Is there any advice you need in your day-to-day -day life 
I'm really smart. Hmm. I'm 31. I've been through it. I've <laughs> had a lot of experiences you haven't had. Is there anything? And maybe you don't have anything that you need help with. Maybe there's nothing bothering you in your life. Yeah, but. actually I do. And my fans know about this um, all too well is that I'm not an L.A. girl. I did not grow up in L.A. Neither did I. And it's not really my happy place. And I think I've been struggling a little bit lately with my, I think just like with like my happiness out here. And so it's like, I've been wanting to leave and, but it's like, but it, but it scares the industry, right? Because they're sure. like, oh, oh, is she leaving me because she doesn't want to be here anymore because of porn? No, not at all. I want to leave and I would love to maybe live somewhere in like Tahoe. Or even Big and then Bear, just come down to do scenes and come and down back. and do and do scenes. That way, I can go ahead and really detach myself. Because mm -hmm. again, it's just like when I'm working on OnlyFans and when I'm doing my content and I'm doing all my stuff at home, um, that's fine, right? But sure. I'm, but I'm only working anywhere max, the absolute max, ten to fifteen days a month. But that leaves me fifteen other days. Right. I don't have to be here Are in LA. No brainer. You got to get a house somewhere else. But I think my biggest thing that I'm scared about is my agency kind of requires me to be out here in LA. And what agency are you with? With Spiegler. That's the big one. And he's That's... the. I know. Yeah. I'm just like I love him. I love him so much. Spiegler is like the best person have on this. Have you tried talking to him about it? Not yet. <laughs> I was too scared because have I... the conversation. He's not going to fire okay, you for wait, asking about well, it. Well, actually, I did ask, and okay. I was told no. He said absolutely not. <laughs> he just said no. Just just stop. And I was Damn. just like, well. And so it's like I've been really struggling out here because like I don't really have many friends. I've tried to make friends, but they've all screwed me over <laughs> every single one of them that i did sucks. my best are they in the same industry type friends or the yeah. other friends yeah Maybe and then make some friends outside i tried yeah, and people sorry. they look at me lacy lennon <laughs> bumble was it i think bumble has a a friend <laughs> section of it now I'm, yeah i haven't used it but, but people they they get crazy and it's like they're like oh you're lacy lennon and then clout and then the girls they get really jealous or they're just trying to get into porn uh, that's hard. and i'm just like well you don't suck it like i just want real friends like i just want somebody to smoke some weed with play some games watch a movie go hiking all anybody with. wants right yeah. and i had that before i came out here to la i had friends in nevada i had friends in the do Carolinas. you think you'll be able to get that back even though you are they'll, they're still gonna you know know what you do and you're still gonna have that clout yeah, it's just I LA. yeah, it's it's just LA. It's just something with just being out well, here. I know that Spiegler is the top dog. I know. But I think you got to have another give it one more shot. Say, "Hey, for my own mental health, I need to get out of LA." And if he doesn't go with it, then you go you have a peaceful separation. Oh, that's so hard though. It's that's hard, but so hard. but if you if you don't like <laughs> LA and know you'd be happier somewhere else, it's worth it. Just be like, hey, I love you. I would love to keep working with you, but I need to leave LA. And if that's not happening, I need to, I need to go with someone that'll allow that. That's the tough part that I've been yeah. like trying to build that bridge and get I over. I think he'll cave. I think he'll go, you know what? If you need to leave LA, I'm in the middle let's of Black Widow it. and I'm doing my anal debut this year. So I'm waiting to have the conversation. Uh, after that? After well, the... What about right before, like day before shoot date? <laughs> or it could be the day or this after the shoot's over. Yeah, right <laughs> when the shoot's over. <laughs> and be like, okay, I did it. Hold, hey, I'm only going to set tomorrow if you still work with me when I leave LA because I love you. I know. Yeah. Seriously, I'll even be like, oh, I'll stay with you. But yeah, I think I've been really struggling with that because I would love to be somewhere. Or or here's the thought: hmm. you keep your place in LA. Mm -hmm. You get you keep a small apartment in LA. 
you get your house in your dream city outside of L.A., and that's just your vacation house that you're there two weeks out of the month, but you still live in L.A., you know? Yeah. Like, because you're still, like you said, going to be here two weeks out of the year, so... So you just you you're not leaving LA. You're just also getting a place in your in this other city. I've been thinking about that too because yeah. it's just like my rent's pretty expensive out here where I'm at. But yeah, yeah get I a mean, shittier place for when you're in LA, <laughs> and then put that money and get your dream house in Big Bear or Lake Tahoe. Right. And then you're you're back and forth between yeah. the two. It's the whole money thing, though, as well, because like because I've lived in so many other areas that I'm just like, L.A. is so expensive. It's unreal. Like, oh, my gosh. It I'd doesn't be a homeowner in any other city. Any other yeah. city. Seriously. Any other state. Like, I, you, like, for what I'm paying right now, I could go to Texas is a good example. I go to Texas, and I'm living in a two-bedroom, one-bathroom, 700 square feet, and paying a good substantial amount of money. But if I pay that same exact money in Texas, I'd have a five-bedroom, right. three-bathroom, yeah. two-car garage. Mm -hmm. A pool would be in the backyard. Yeah. Like It would be – and I'd be like, oh, I can't even see my neighbors. Oh, I have to yell. Like You know what I mean? It's just like it's, – it's wild to me. Definitely. But for me, I like being able to walk – outside with no sweatshirt on. I like being able <laughs> to go to the beach or to Big Bear in, you know, the same day. I yeah. don't know. It's just I do. I'm a I was I'm from San Diego, so I'm spoiled. Oh, okay. I'm well then that, that, that makes sense. I you're you're, you're a California boy. I, I love boy. Lake Tahoe, but and I love <laughs> Big Bear, but yeah, Southern California is just Hard, Everybody has their place. It's hard to be. But I but I grew up in places that had four seasons right. that, you know, I grew up very poor. So mm -hmm. it's just like the amount of money I'm spending right now. It's absurd. It makes my like family, like their minds are blown. Like I make more money than I make more money than I think I'm probably make the absolute most money than than all of my family members. Like probably not combined. I think by next year combined for yeah. sure. Like I will make more more money than all of them. Do you get them nice Christmas presents? I used to. <laughs> I used to, except for this year, I'm taking a break. I got into a really, really nasty argument with my mom, and I'm kind of taking uh, a break with her right now. I've so, been, there. been yeah. there. My mom sent me to a military school when I was 12. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> been there. Oh, been there. that's not too bad, though. I grew up a hardcore military brat, yeah, so yeah, I'm just that. like... <laughs> no, I, I liked it. I would yeah. go back. I Sometimes I... I have fantasized about going back, even though I'm too old to go back. But I'm like, it'd be fun to do one more year at military school, knowing what That's I know now. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that. I don't know if everybody would last, though, and I don't recommend the military for everybody. It's not no, for everybody. No, definitely. No. Not. I wouldn't want just, to join the military. Right, just like sex yeah. work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being in the military, being in sex work, being in the music industry. Just certain industries and certain places aren't meant for everybody. Like you have to go where you belong. Like, and I hate to say that it's not like you belong here. It's more so like, no, this the, this fits you and and your personality, and you're not actually going to hurt yourself by being in this industry. Whereas, let's say somebody like me going into the military. Like, no, that, that wouldn't work. I'm too loud. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm too loud. I'm not going to have a motherfucker scream in my face because I'll fucking hit him. Like, I'd be like, but so the military doesn't work for me. Same. But <laughs> No, that's the same thing. But it's fun to fantasize about to do for a week or for a day. Like, I don't want to join the military, but I would like to be in the military for a week. I don't want to do porn. But, yeah, I would like to. Do it one for one day. Yeah, try it just for one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of it's course. Like, that's what I There's want. a lot of military that come into porn. It's actually really awesome. It. We have a lot of, um, like, I would say, like, the top tier males in the industry. They all used to be in the military. Some of the most respectful people on this planet. Like, they, un like they've been through such harsh um, environments and such, like, harsh situations that coming into porn, they're like, 
this place is awesome. This is heaven. Like, I want to treat all the women with respect. I want to make them have a really great time. I want to have smiles on everybody's faces because I've been to war, motherfuckers. Yeah. And this is way better. I'd say most people (laughs) who come from the military are gentlemen. Obviously, there's exceptions to every rule, but they, they try to instill manners and yeah. yes ma'am no ma'am that sort of thing i'm and grateful just, for that grateful yeah. for our troops like i i'm like we've been going through a lot of heat with like the military and the cops and everything but at the yeah. end of the day i'm so grateful for them because i'm not yeah. gonna do it like i'm this is like it's a really hard job they have there's problems with cops there's problems with military but overall we kind of need them we do yeah. need them yeah. because overall I, they're good people the regular civilians aren't gonna do it especially when shit actually hits the fan so it's like i'm grateful because i'm not gonna do it and it's just like do I agree with anything that deals with brutality fuck no, no. those no. are bad eggs yeah. crack those bad eggs and fucking throw <laughs> them out like you know what I mean like get rid of them but not all of them are that way there's a lot of really amazing people out in this world and so, yeah, I just want to say because I because I grew up a military brat, and uh, my partner's uh, uh, stepdad is actually a cop as well. And so it's just like they're amazing people. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, they've never hurt anybody. They never want to. Their entire outlook on life is we want to help people and yeah. serve people, and we're giving up our daily life. Yeah, you, you know, think to people do that. are joining that for the money? They're not. <laughs> cops don't make that much money. Most people who become cops are doing it because they want to help people. And same thing with the military. Yeah. They're Especially they're making the military, even yeah. less. Yeah, they're they're so making. Pennies, mm-hmm. like they like for like each hour that they work, they're maybe making like ten cents to maybe a, like a dollar an hour max. Like that's yeah, that's it. Them. They're working their entire fucking lives for the bare fucking minimum, and they're okay with it. And they're living in shitty countries in shitty conditions. You think military bases are a nice place to live? They're no, not. they're it's the like worst. Worse than a college dorm. They are yeah. worse than a college dorm. They're yeah. so small. You have to share walls with other families. Like you don't really get that many perks. Like, you know, they're the, the school Free college, events. That's about it. Yeah. That's if you're main, in the military, yeah. but as like a kid who grew oh, up in the yeah. military, you don't get anything. No. no, you have to go through all of that. And then you get absolutely nothing because, you know, your parent decided we're going to serve our country. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess everybody hates us. But <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I, I feel like that's new. Right <laughs> now. Yeah. Right now is not a fun time to go to another country and say I'm from America because they laugh in your face. I know everybody hates us and a lot of the younger generations they don't remember what you know Americans had to go through. I mean, let's bring us back to 2001. I'm just like if you if if I say the year 2001 and it doesn't light anything like that little light bulb in your head, I'm like well now the new generation doesn't, you know. They don't people like 9/11 they'll be like I don't know I wasn't born yet. Right, yeah. 100% they they don't realize what, you know, how many American people had to struggle and really go through a lot of hell and a lot of people who lost their sons and daughters, you know, one after another because of these crazy things that were happening. And, you know, it's very disheartening to hear and to see that and that we're on this escapade of, you know, fuck the police and fuck the troops. And, you know, and it's just like, sure, I guess you could say that, but history repeats itself. So you need to be careful because there's going to come a point in time when we're going to need them again. We, we are. We, yeah. we are going to need it's them. I looked at the always. statistic. There's only a million people. Um, there's only a million people in the entire United States that are in the military. And we have billions of people. Just in L.A. alone, I think I looked up the other day, we have 39 point something million wow. people that live in L.A. alone. And there's only a million in the military. Like, 
there are billions of people and it's just like and we only have a million serving and it's just like I'm I'm just grateful for it is all. And yeah. I just wish people would stop hating and do a little bit more research and wonder like, hey, why are people actually doing these jobs? That's the sad thing is all these haters on almost any hater of any type of field. It's always someone you ask them about it and they don't know what they're talking about. No, they've because- actually done the research. They're not hating. <laughs> They're, they're, they're influencers. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, did you even like, what, did you even graduate high school? They <laughs> like, read one headline. They hear one opinion from their friend. That's all it takes for Twitter to news. Yeah, like Twitter it, news. it's not even real news or, you know, again, like, I don't know. I love our country and I love our people, but I think our people are, you know, a little too entitled and need to read some more books. <laughs> I yeah. think like go, go to a library and go That's read true. a real book because it's just like, I, I feel sad that you guys are willing to throw away this much history see if in you the could put down trash. reddit for one hour see if you could read one chapter of a book that's everyone's homework <laughs> read one chapter of a book see if you can get through it it's hard but you can do it I <laughs> you can it. do it yeah. i know <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast oh can i, I shout something out yeah of course okay okay sorry i just wanted to shout yeah. out i have a really big project that i'm working on right now which is black mm-hmm. widow xxx mm-hmm. and so yeah, what's that about it's about black widow <laughs> <laughs> so we have scar joe's that's going to mm-hmm. be released on july 9th and mine is going to be released at the same exact time as hers except for mine is the actual comic book rendition whereas Marvel and Disney likes to go ahead and you know put in their own put in their own little spice on things and their own little fantasies mm-hmm. and these characters they a lot of you know like like Scar jo taking on the role of Black Widow has a lot of Scar jo in it you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's just like it is her personality sure. which is amazing it's I mean, been all Hollywooded up mm-hmm, this and- is the real shit True to the comic book for, the for you nerds out there. <laughs> Lacey is a real bona fide nerd. Yes, nerdy and dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. That's what I've always said, yeah. nerdy and dirty. But so we are going to be bringing the comic book rendition for hair, for makeup, for costumes. Wow. The costumes are amazing because Axel puts in so much work and effort on them that he's there, part of every single part of the process. He creates the costumes. He brings in the comic books. And he goes, this is what I want to pull. This is what I want to pull. And we, the costume cannot fit anybody else. It is literally molded to my body, which is phenomenal. It's going to be hot. It's going to, it is hot. It's so yeah. hot. It makes my ass look amazing. <laughs> and the thing is, is we, we keep on the costumes when we fuck. So like my, my, like my tits come out basically. And then I have a zipper that like, uh, that, that zips from my vagina all the way up through my ass. So I wow. keep on the costume the entire fucking time. And it's just, it's glorious When's to this see. come out? July 9th. July 9th. I don't watch uh, adult entertainment, but... Uh, but I'll, we'll probably be putting it. out no, a suitable for work one is what no. Axel likes to do because the acting is so intense and because it's like we have the scenes, but there's so much more acting than it is about the scenes because that's what the fans care about when it comes to the parody porn is that it's not like, oh, look, look at this corny scene that has mm-hmm. nothing to do. No, we are doing it like it's, you know, just a, like you you got like an extra page in the comic book and then that was the sex scene. That's cool. But it's still 20 pages of the yeah. comic book. No, basically. I'm going to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch the adult version <laughs> it's uh that's exciting i'm very yeah. excited for is it is this your first time 
doing one of these uh, comic book no, movies? No, you've done no, a bunch of No, for last year was Captain Marvel. And um, that was Kenzie Taylor who played Captain Marvel. And Axel had me play Jean Grey. So okay, cool. the, and we, again, original costume back when mm. she was in like her green cat suit, basically. And yeah, it was gorgeous. I would say I had to wear this headband, though. And it was so hot. It was like the 120 degree like summer, basically. And after I took like the in headband. Vegas. No, 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 no. Out here, out here. Oh, right here. Um, um, and so after I took off my headband, it literally left an imprint in my head. And I, you know, I was like, okay, it'll go ahead and go away. But it was so tight and so hot. It stained for like two extra days. Jeez. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't. The you head- think porn's all fun and games. You think it's just, oh, people having sex, love and life. You don't realize they have headband marks for days. For days. My life is so hard. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I wish my life could be easier. <laughs> but I'm very excited for that so everybody make sure that you go to Wicked Pictures because it'll be exclusively through them only okay. and it's directed by Axel Braun who has done countless amounts of parody releases and that's what he's famous for Hollywood even knows him wow. um, like he's really close with a lot of people in Hollywood and they get excited for his movies just because they're like oh you're doing what we wanted to do it's, it's <laughs> true because of like the internet these these adult uh, versions of these comic book things, they get real attention from yeah. real comic book fans, from everything. I see them pop up on Google all the time, even when I'm not watching pornography. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, especially since it's going to be released the same exact day as Scar Joe's. So, yeah. like, I mean, all the heat and all the intensity is going to be there. So I'm very excited for that. So, yeah. So July 9th, see me as Black Widow. And then one of the characters that we've already released is the Taskmaster. And that's played by Ramon Namar, who is an amazing individual. Absolutely adore him. Um, and his costume is great. I don't know if you've I don't know if you know who Taskmaster is. I don't off the top of my head. Well, they showed um, inside the regular Black Widow with her trailer. Like he looks like a Power Ranger, and it's just like it is. It is. It's embarrassing though. Like here, I just want to show you real quick. Power Rangers. I think that was my first favorite TV show as a child. (laughs) I would miss karate class to watch the Power Rangers. I'd punch everything I could, punch things all over the house. I love Power Rangers, but the Taskmaster is so different than a Power Ranger, so it can be extremely disappointing. Here we go, right here. I like all superheroes, all Marvel, anything with action. Me too. I'm like, I know I'm not a romantic girl in any, like, my partner all the time will be like, let's watch a rom-com. And I'm just like, <laughs> eh. I'd rather watch like an action flick, like, because I'll just get so bored. Because <laughs> I want to make sure that I show you um, the comic book. Taskmaster. Comic. And Taskmaster hasn't been in any real movies. No, yet. because he's supposed to be yet. in uh, Black Widows. Okay, so this is his comic book. Whoa. Okay, so this is what he's supposed to... That is going to be a hard costume to pull off. I'm excited to see it. That's cool. But let me show you what they're doing for Black Widow's movie because it's embarrassing. This is what he looks like. That doesn't look like the comic at all, does it? No. It is a cool-looking costume, but no, nothing like the comic. That looks like the Power Ranger. That looks like the Power Ranger. And so that's what I'm saying is just like when you're comparing things and trying to actually do things that match the comics, Disney fails all the fucking time. Right, because they have groups probably that watch the movie that they – like focus groups – 
that haven't seen the comic book and they go, which costume do you like better? And they go, oh, that one looks like the Power Rangers. Let's go with that one. Exactly. And like his entire face moves, though. So we'll actually be able to see that. Like if people think that it's just going to go ahead and stand still. No, he is full function of because the, the mask was molded specifically to his face. Wow. The the cow was his head. So um, his eyebrows move, his face moves, his nose moves, his cheek moves. Like he has full range of expression inside this costume. And it's wicked to see because <laughs> I don't want to like give out like too much of the scene or anything. But like in the one part of the scene, like where like he sticks out his tongue and like, I don't know. It's just amazing just I'm, to like see everything. I'm like, see and I'm just so proud of, again, like, you know, just making sure because that's the comic book. Like that is what it's supposed to look like. And Axel does that. It looks badass. I'm excited. Exactly. And then same thing with how like my costume and everything um, and my hair, because it's just like you never get to see with Scar Joe, you never get to see the original uh, Black Widow. You get to see the new one, Black Widow comic. Of course, these are all the new ones because they all match Scar Joe. So this is like what Black Widow is supposed to look like. Uh, I can see you in that outfit. But that's what she's supposed to look like, including her hair and everything. And for some reason, they've never done that. All that they've done is just put major sex appeal. Wait, is that you? Yeah. Oh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah. So we haven't even gotten the costume release yet because a, it's going to be. Just the cover art for it, it looks awesome. Right? Like, seriously. And then we bring it back, like, it's going to look exactly like the fucking wow, comic. you were meant for that role. Oh, I am Natasha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. All right, that's exciting. Yeah, so I wanted to shout that out. Yeah, and I just, I want, out. I want Anything everybody. Anything else you want uh, to plug or anything like that, follow, follow her on Instagram, Twitter. Instagram. Twitter, OnlyFans, only my my Twitter and my OnlyFans are both at Miss Lacey Lennon. I got my Instagram shut down at about of half course. a million. Yeah, of I worked so hard on that. It's okay. But like I said, my life is so hard, right? <laughs> um, anyways, made a new one. The new one's called Spitty McSpitter, but I'm probably going to, I'm going to try changing that. <laughs> Why do yeah. I, everybody's like, wow, how'd you choose that name? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, take a, Just take a second and think about <laughs> it. Just think about it. Yeah, it. So, but I am thinking about changing it just because I think people have like a hard time spelling hard, it. Yeah, harder time fo- uh, finding you. Probably. Yeah, and it's just like my problem was is that when I created a second uh, Instagram originally after my first one went down, I put it as Lacey Lennon backup. Mm-hmm. It was taken down within like hours. Mm-hmm. Like I, so it's like I've been like, okay, so I don't think so. My IP address isn't you know canceled, but my name is canceled. Oh. So that's why I went with the Spitty McSpitter at first, right. and to so mix it up. yeah. And now that it's just like now I'm super shadow banned and that's like why I'm not like raising my following at all. So I'm thinking about being that, okay. I think that they're going to let me have the account, but I don't think that they're ever going to unshadow ban me. So I might as well just change it over to Lacey Lennon. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Follow her on yeah. Twitter and OnlyFans. <laughs> Definitely the time Twitter. Being. Twitter is the place to be. Twitter's yeah, my favorite. Yeah, they allow the most stuff. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. I can do whatever I want mm-hmm. on Twitter. <laughs> Thanks again for doing the podcast. Of I really you're appreciate welcome. it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> you're listening to you listening to unlicensed 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 therapy with Ari Manis.
was the whole episode with Lacey Lennon. What a story. It's an interesting story. I'm kind of, you know, she's making a lot of money. She's in a happy relationship. She's doing projects that she's happy with. She's into gaming. So on one hand, I'm like, stoked for you, dude. You're killing it. And on the other hand, when she talked about how she got into porn, how she was poor and needed money and was passed around in college, stuff she was doing for free anyway, I was like, oh, man, I feel, feel a little bad for her. But honestly, seems like she's doing well. So I think let's just be happy for her and support her. Support Lacey Lennon because she did my podcast, so she's very kind. Very kind of her. She's has a big following. She gets asked to do a lot of things, and she gets paid well for them. You know how much I paid her? Nothing. She gave me a penthouse magazine, burned gas coming over here. So thank you. Make sure to leave a Apple podcast review, comment on YouTube, and subscribe. Leave those voicemails. We got Jessamay Peluso today, best selling. Jeremy Piven coming up. So please leave a voicemail. The number is below in the description. I think that's it. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week.